This is the Criterion Creeps Podcast. I'm Jared Duncan. Yeah, I'm RJ Baylock. And we're just two guys who have no other choice now but to creep our way through the Criterion Collection one spine number at a time and order release. This week, we're all about that will they, won't they? But did we ever actually care? As we watch Spine 296 in the Criterion Collection, Lucino Visconti's La Notte Bianche from 1957. But first, RJ... Yes. <laughs> I'm not sure if you've noticed, but uh it's it's pretty hot out there. How hot is it? Have you ever heard of a heat dome? I hadn't. I've heard of I've heard the song Heat Wave. Is that it in heat any way wave. Uh, sim- Yeah, is that in any way similar? Yeah, probably. Yeah? Yeah, you yeah, you over there uh you're sweating your balls off, RJ. I wouldn't put it in that way. Uh I did some yard work today. Oh dear, why did you do that? I did it this morning just because uh, yeah. it needed to get done. It wasn't kind too of thing. It wasn't like it was okay this morning. I think uh, yeah. I, I had to go get my teeth cleaned. Ooh, my, first I, time in what, like thirty years? Well, I mean, I I've got I got the new teeth put in. I got I want to keep these ones oh. nice, you know. Are they? I, 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 uh, no, 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 no. Look at this grill. <laughs> see that? Yeah. Oh, I, I, I just wish other people could see what I'm looking at here. <laughs> Troublesome, it's, to it's, say the it's, least. It's like a Venom, you know, you know the the superhero. <laughs> like the song, the Eminem song. Like it's like looking, yeah, looking at it, you hear the music, but then it actually looks like a mouthful of fangs, like, like Venom, and, and a long, like winding tongue, and like green yeah. green goo from my symbiote. As, uh, Green goo, as, okay. that, as that uh, stupid trailer pronounced it. It's symbiote, you fucks. I don't care. Symbiote. Symbiote. Venom. So, yeah. Anyway, hey, did you ever watch that trailer? I did. I watched of what? That Venom? Venom. Venom. I with... saw the whole fucking movie, dude. That was well, no, no, of two. Of, of, of Venom 2, the carnage. Oh, no. I just, I think I uh, I saw a picture of Woody Harrelson, and I think I was good. I saw from that. There. I, did, I saw that finally a little bit. And, yeah. uh, of course. Is his hair still crazy? Yeah. Like, it was pretty crazy in the in Venom, Venom, that one. But, uh... Looks yeah, that... like um, exactly what you'd expect. Yeah. Well, that first one was uh, real shit, Jarrett. <laughs> real shit. Real shit. I, I wrote a lengthy review on that one because I was so uh, <laughs> but, put but, off by it. Yeah, so you did some yard work, huh? I did some yard work. It wasn't too hot, but uh, I was sweating, Jarrett. Where where were you sweating? In places that you can only dream about. The uh, was it the undercarriage? Ah, uh, maybe. No. Potentially, I was wearing a tank top. That well, yeah, that that, that goes that goes without say. You're a big fan of the t top. Uh only only when weather permits. I'm not in only in certain situations. I'm not going to the mall in a tank top. I'm not. Uh, I'm not like that. Will I, you go I to could. Will you go to Seven Eleven in your flip flops? Get yourself. Oh, uh, get yourself the big a, a big a slurp. Yeah, I'll get a G two Slurpee for hydration purposes. Of of course. And, uh, and yeah, make I'll some comment about make some comment about electrolytes. Yeah, I gotta get my electrolytes up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'll be better, in uh, better, swim trunk bottoms. Better get this king size Snickers as well. Yeah. Keep my energy well, you, up. You gotta get your salt levels and your sugar levels up, yeah. Jay. I, yeah. I get tired when my sugar's low. <laughs> then I'm gonna go pass out inside my dark house and, and yeah. pray I never wake again. That's every night, though. That heat wave aside, that's every night. Heat wave. Heat wave. Yeah, it's uh, it's scorching, my man. I'm supposed to go to a. Uh, 
outside gathering tomorrow, but uh, fuck, out- it's going to be hot. You're going to go to an outside gathering? Or are you? So, mm-hmm. bi- the big news, RJ. Yeah. So, I'm vaxxed. You're vaxxed. We're waxed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but only like, what, uh, a third of our population is fully vaxxed. Yes. And uh, we're open for business. We're open for summer here. Open for summer. In Creepsville. Uh, yeah. Creep the 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 city council of Creepsville voted yesterday to say, "Hey, we're done with this this mask crap. Mm-hmm. We're going to let people decide for themselves." Yeah. How many how many masks do you think I'm going to see tomorrow at the old uh, comic shoppy? Not as many as you'd probably like. I imagine. I would say. I, I'm going to put a guest down here, and this is time-stamped in, in podcast world for Creepsville members only. Yep. I'm going to say you're going to see about 50% still. When you go out, I bet 50-50. So I, I would have said 50% um, two weeks Earlier. ago. Two weeks yeah. ago, I would, I would have said, yeah, that's about where we're at. But that was before people got vaccinated. For, or, or sorry, the, 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 the next group of people that I interact with on a regular basis – they can now get their second dose. Yeah. And a lot of those people, I feel like there's been a tide turn there. I, and I, uh, I do think that it's going to drop. Like, and, and the weather is, it's so goddamn hot. The idea yeah. of like putting that thing on your face, uh, it's much more difficult, I think, for people to be like, why am I wearing this? And then you see all these, like, you're yeah. going to see all these assholes walking around without theirs. And it'll be like, well, what do I care if I'm protecting these people? <laughs> like, I don't know. And depending on that, I think it's going to be like probably like 25% will be maintaining the mask, maybe 33. But I think it, I think that's purely the weather uh, yeah. and just like the, the the fact that vaccinations seemingly are kind of working. I think mm-hmm. they're they're doing their they're doing their piece. Seem but uh, wait till fall, you know. We'll yeah, no, I, I I see what you're saying. But movies, uh, but you can go back, you can go back to the movies, RJ. Well, we're open we, for summer, we, Jerry. We, we, we can we can go see Silver Fox. Well, oh, do you think he's gonna be at Black Widow uh, this Saturday? Well, if he survived COVID. I mean, he was pretty old. He was potentially. He well, he was timeless. <laughs> he's t- I, yeah, I guess he, I should rephrase. He, he just has white hair, but he wasn't yeah. he wasn't actually that old. Well, he was timeless, Jarrett. Yeah. Yeah. Time's a flat circle for that guy. Um, yeah. I mean, I would like to go see Silver Fox. I don't know if I'll ever go back to a movie theater, but I would if I, if I knew he was going. Cool. Um, yeah. I don't know. It's so I I felt like this the whole time. Like you you might be right on your mask numbers. I hope I hope it's closer to my my guess. But I, I mean, I I would appreciate that. Um, yeah, I will be we'll, I, well. Right. So yeah. Now that like it's. Uh, no holes barred as far as yeah. uh, what you what you what, if and when you want to wear a mask. Uh, yeah. Our the mayor, the mayor of Creepsville mm-hmm. himself said that uh, businesses will be allowed to decide whether or not they have masks or not. And you mm-hmm. go, well, that's going to go great because <laughs> there's like there's mm-hmm. literally no like what are you going to do? No, you can't. Then they'll never come ever again to your store because there's no Which law and that. Preferred. Yeah, I suppose, but in, in some industries, uh, there's it's going to be a type that yeah. you, you can't afford to turn that uh, money away. So it's true. It's kind of you're uh, there's you're kind of on your own, is what the government has said. Uh, yeah, we're, we're closer to that libertarian dream. Oh yes, <laughs> we're get Rand Paul was right. We're going to let the market decide the the life yeah. market, and uh, well. that's fun. <laughs> whatever, whatever, right, RJ? 
Yeah, whatever. <laughs> whatever. Uh, I, I found it funny that in their statement, our uh, local municipality was like, some people will, may cho- still choose to wear a mask. Please be kind to them. And I was just like, <laughs> that's the best you can do, hey? I, yeah, I, um... Because I'm going to well, wear mine all, I will, all the fucking time. I, I, I don't give, I don't I, give a I shit. Will, I'm, I'm, you know, I was asked about that today, about what yeah. my thoughts were about this. And I was like, you know what? I like whatever it is what it is. People are not going to wear masks now. That's just reality. We're moving yeah. in sadly, or maybe not sadly. I don't know. But eventually masks are, we're going to go away. Right. Eventually. And then, but some people are going or... to keep them and that's fine. But this, my, my, my problem is going to be when someone is wearing a mask in some fucking knuckle dragger, fuckhead. It's going to be, what are you wearing uh... a mask for? You know, this is over, right? You got to live your life. Like, and I hear that. That's the shit that's going to make me mad. Because these oh, yeah. are the same fucking losers who went on and on about their freedoms. Oh, and yes. now that they have them back, and now they're going to, like, be the ones uh, browbeating. Other people? Oh, yeah. Like, these, these are these are just, like, in bully. Bullyism is ingrained mm-hmm. in their character. And, uh, yeah, it's it's quite, a, it's quite a practice here in Creepsville. Um, mm-hmm. I remember last year, one of my coworkers uh, got out of their vehicle with a, a mask on to go get groceries, and uh, a man yelled out from his vehicle, "Fucking fairy!" And uh, yeah, I'm like, cool, cool. That's that's where. We're... And those guys, they're back. Like those guys are like, oh yeah. This, well, they've never left. They never left, but like they yeah. also They'll be back in new, they, new they, pod they, form. They, oh well, I mean, they already started to take those masks off. I'm sure uh, as soon yeah. as that was like, oh, starting on the first arc, hey, it's the thirtieth. A little bit of defiance. Yeah. And I'm not going to burn my mask because I never need to wear this ever again because I'll never be sick. And I'm, I, I was never considerate because I, I am stupid and never read anything yep. about this and thought that the mask was there to protect me, which yes. is, which was, which has completely never been the case, like yes. at all. It's about protecting other people, which is a very difficult concept, I think, for a, a lot of people to, around the mask idea. Everyone's looking out for number one, Jarrett. This guy, uh-huh. but like not me necessarily, but themselves. Themselves, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I know those guys will be out there, and I know they'll still give people shit. They're I was wearing a mask like week one when no one else was. And yeah, people but, looked at me, but I didn't look, give a look, shit. And if they only knew. That... If, well, I mean, I wasn't outside at the time, but yeah. uh, um, no, I think I've said before, I'm gonna keep wearing mine. I love no. the anonymity of it. Hat on, sunglasses, mask. I know. It's refreshing. I know probably a. I know many. I know many, many, many people who will continue wearing masks yep. for well, the foreseeable think, future. Like far, far, like probably way more than a lot of people. <laughs> like, yes. and, and I don't know if what that, what, why that is. If it's um, safety, comfort, sa- safety. Uh, I, you know, live in the world of like post secondary education, and oh. there's, there's a lot of that element of co- there's a maybe. Caution, over caution, mm-hmm. question mark, unknown. But uh, I don't. But it means it's just like, oh yeah, I'm just gonna keep doing what I'm doing. It seems to be working fairly well, and I actually like it. Some people actually just prefer wearing masks in public, and like too. they're kind of like, yeah, I, I like it because it's it feels good. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I think it's going to become curiouser as people want to go into a bank with their mask on, and banks might have an issue with that now. And you tell that bank to go fuck themselves. Well, then they'll say, well, then they'll say, are you threatening me? And then a guy will like come over to you. Take take off the mask. Take off the mask, pal. And they say, no, I say, I have, I have Ebola. Get away from me. And you'll say, we live in a society. (laughs) 
We live in a society where Ebola is running rampant. (laughs) If someone ever came up to me and gave me shit with the mask, I'd hit him with an Ebola. I'd be like, listen, buddy, I have Ebola. Do you want to get close to me? I need fucking groceries. Leave me alone. Mm -hmm. Get off my ass. But see, it's the good kind of Ebola. It doesn't kill me. But it would kill you. Then you leave it at that. I think uh, I think there will be a small contingent for the next uh, years and years because I think a good example is look at uh, the People's Republic of China. Since the SARS outbreak about 12 years ago, they they were wearing masks this whole time, basically. Not everyone, but there was always a you could always see like groups of people over there wearing masks. So I think it mm-hmm. it'll be more common now. There will be small groups that always do, but yeah, I don't know. It's a, I. I like mine, not just for safety, but I just like it because I feel like people can't recognize me as easier. And I've said many times, I don't like when people can recognize me or see what I'm buying. It's very private. Mm-hmm. It's my stuff. I don't want you to see what kind of shit I take well, to my well, house. Okay. We'll see. Now that, and then, well, yeah, I remember the, the cashier. Was it? I can't remember where you were. But there was a cashier asking you about your purchases. <laughs> oh, it happens all the fucking time. Like. At uh, the grocery store, at the liquor store, what are you doing tonight? <laughs> what the fuck business is it of, is it of yours? I'm gonna go home and cry. Like, leave me alone, Jesus. <laughs> I I know they're just making conversation. It just it drives me nuts. It's like, leave me alone. Just yeah. I can do this in silence if you can. Yeah, there's always the, yeah yeah waiter, you know? <laughs> uh, waiters. Like, well, yeah, and got any that's where, that's any, any plans tonight? <laughs> you, you know what I you know no. what I hit waiters with, and uh, I'm gonna watch pro wrestling, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> well, you, exactly. you gonna come over? Well, watch some graps. It's like no. What, what I, is I don't, the answer they're yeah, looking for? I don't, I don't know. They don't. They don't. They're asking an empty question. Yeah, and. Uh, <laughs> Like they, it's like, what are they going to get? As an like, it's like you're like you're. It's an invitation, I think. Sadly, yeah. and, But it's not one that they actually want to offer. But it's like the one that it's the glib way of speaking to people. Where you're like, I've already got your money, and yeah. now you're and now you're paying. And maybe, ask, if, but maybe, I'm fine maybe if I ask, maybe if I ask this question, uh, maybe you'll tip me more or something. More. Like, cause I'll be like, I really care. I really care what your big plans are. Or cause they're, they're like or asking they really that. They do want to well, know. They, well, they're, they, they kind of want to know cause maybe you'll see something really cool and then like, you'll like take them from their horrible, miserable life. Cause you'll be like, I'm going to go, uh, work with tigers. And they're like, yeah, tigers. <laughs> so what I, what I usually drop Jared and uh so last mm-hmm. week after the last day of a uh, like a long work week I went out with a couple work associates we just grabbed a bite of uh, lunch on a patio you know a, Jared a bite a bite of lunch on a patio it was very did safe. you have did, did, did you have a meal uh no it was it was a bite just a bite you know uh, an appetizer ugh. just a bite there's there's number two on my list meal yeah. and, and a, a bite a bite have a bite. so we, we went we went for a bite Jared and uh i hit the waiter the waiter asked us do you got any plans after this were you wearing sandals a hundred percent yeah jesus you animal shorts and sandals with with your mask with your mask on yep did did, did, did you sling the mask around the back of the backwards cap no if i if i'm having a sip or something i i I drop an ear i usually just so you have a so you're having a sip with your bite yeah, you, you well, you gotta have a sip. You can't, you can't not have liquid in this heat, Jared. Well, it was last week. Remember it wasn't how hot that bad. it is? It wasn't that bad? Well, it's still hot for me. I'm hot blooded. Yeah, but um, anyways, I I gave the guy my uh my usual response to that question, and the people I was working with were like, "What kind of answer is that?" And I was like, and I, I went on my rant. I was just like, "Well, what the fuck are they asking us for?" I was like, 
But uh, usually when someone asks, they're like, you got any plans after this? And I'm always like, I'm going to get a case of beer, hang out in your parking lot. And, and they're like, oh, are you? And it's like, what if I am? <laughs> is like, like what? What did what, what did you expect me to say? Well, like, I'm going to your house. It sounds well. It sounds semi-threatening because it's like, what? You're going to hang up in the parking lot and drink until I get off work, and then you're going to harm me? <laughs> well, I didn't. I, I, you, you have to leave a little bit to the imagination. Y- yes. Yeah. You can do you know, that. You can do that. But uh, you, you got to leave a little mystery there. Oh, uh, there's RJ threatening the servers again. <laughs> Well, quit asking me what I'm doing later. <laughs> it makes me uncomfortable, well, all right? If, if, just stop then. Stop going out, and no one will ever bother you ever again. Yeah, but I'm not safe from it. That's my point is they're going not to get even you. at restaurants, at well, grocery stores. Well, but what, you, you, can start, you can start I, having I your groceries delivered. Yeah, and then pretty soon that guy, I'm going to meet him at the door awkwardly, awkwardly yeah. one day. And he's going to be like, well, any plans for today? <laughs> I know where you live now, so you got anything going on? My name, the name's uh, Bosco. How are you doing? Bosco. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What do you, what do you do? You'll say, what do you, my greatest hey, hey uh, Mr. Balog, uh, what, uh, what are you doing after this? What are you doing after you, this, man? Yeah, uh, maybe you want to go for a bite? We'll go for a bite sometime there, uh, big guy. I see, mm. I see you got flip flops on already. And yeah, well, that's half the battle for some of those guys getting the shoes off. <laughs> you know what I mean? Ugh. I think I do, and I don't want to. <laughs> well, if you did, that makes you just as bad as I am. So, God not damn. much you can do about that. God, God damn! Hey, we got emails. Oh, we do that. <laughs> Remember that? Yep. This is this this email. Uh, this is from last week mm-hmm. on Wednesday. Oh, correct. From from one Justin Peterson. Oh yes, interesting, interesting. Yes. Continue. Um, he, he and it, it really. I mean. His email was entitled Justin in the terrible, horrible, no good, very bad day. Is that because he missed last week? No. He wrote this thinking that it was gonna be read live. He Oh he, dear. He, oh dear. It became it was like it was like a very bad day that turned to the worst day ever. Yep. Yeah. Understandably. Yeah. Oh my god. So keep that in mind, folks. Mm-hmm. There's some sadness here. Uh-oh. Hey Jared and RJ, what's happening? I'm gearing up to go on a two-week vacation from work. So, of course, the universe is making this week a major pain in the ass. It all started off with my youngest son apparently doing a cannonball onto my work computer, which totally ruined the screen. Today, I was all set to get a replacement. First, I drove 45 minutes to the Apple Store to get a button on my MacBook replaced, only to find out that it would be a three-hour wait. So I skipped that and headed to work. But once I got there, I found out there were two, uh, they were two hours behind schedule. So Oof. I went all the way back home in order to dial into a meeting that I needed my other computer for. Later on, I got my new computer, but when I got it home, I found that there was a domain error and I could not log in. Unexpectedly, unproductive days bug the hell out of me. Can you recall having your own Murphy's Law Day? Uh, I feel I. This is gonna sound snide, but I feel like every Wednesday <laughs> is that for me. <laughs> not not just because of the podcast, but I think I've mentioned before. Anytime anything is going on. It always happens on a Wednesday for me, always. And it's it was even before we started doing the podcast. For some weird-ass reason, nothing would happen for like four or five days, and then it would be a bunch of shit all on Wednesday, and I'd be like, this sucks. It's the worst day ever. And I, I feel like it still happens to me where uh, whenever I have busy work days, it's always on a Wednesday. Always. Jared, always. So every day <laughs> is my answer? There you go. What about you? You got some bad days there, bud? Uh, 
I'll, uh, I'll respond with what the kids say. Haha, <laughs> same. LOL, yeah. BRB, mm-hmm. G2G, mm-hmm. that A- kind of stuff. AFK. What's AFK? Away from keyboard. But how, how did you respond to AFK if you were away from the keyboard? Oh, no. I've been found out. I just didn't want to talk to you anymore. Oh. Okay. On the bright side, I listened to a whole audiobook while I was driving all around town called Who Moved My Cheese? Have you ever heard of it? (laughs) It is a great self-help book about adjusting to change in life. Well, that's a good thing to be listening to on a crappy day. I I just really like the title. I'm looking it up. Who Moved My Cheese? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Interesting. I, I'm not. I'm not familiar with this work. It's from Doctor Spencer Johnson. Johnson. The, yeah, you can get the paperback for ten ninety five on uh, Amazon.ca, Jared. Wow, that's there's that's also Canadian dollars for kids. Oh man. Yeah, there's you know, also a mug. The, the, the journey of self help uh, should begin with children and cheese. Yeah, as all things, they go hand in hand. Get them while they're young. Well, it sounds cool. I'm interested. Speaking of reading, can you think of a movie you thought was better than the book? The Shining? One that comes to my mind is RG's all-time favorite, Fight Club. <laughs> I, I've i never read Fight Club. Me neither. I've heard it was good, but I don't... Uh, I've read uh, a few things from uh, Chuck, and um, I, I find... Jurassic I, Park. Yeah. That movie's so much better than that book. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. Bo- that book is like... Some real whatever. It's got some you cool. Know, it's got some cool scenes, but that uh, Spielberg's movie is a lot better than actually reading that book. Yeah, you, you know what I'm gonna say, Jerry, and people are gonna get all all butthurt about it. Uh oh, Lord of the Rings. Yeah, I yeah. Said, no, I mean, especially well for Fellowship, especially. I think, uh, I think uh, our boy Pete, uh, Pete, he really knew where to step aside and then to step himself in there and uh, add to things having i don't know i don't know like uh, when i when i read fellowship i was just like man this makes me really appreciate the movie more mm-hmm. than i did before so that's my answer okay yeah yes goat movie question of the week sure i watched future creep the passion of anna last night and mm. rj is not going to like that head scratcher of a movie hell is passion of anna (laughs) is that a is that a future creep i mean if you don't even know what it is i i'd say maybe no oh sigmar bergman is that oh is that in the collection i don't know pretty much everything is it is apparently it's but is that like is it a oh yeah fuck i no clue no idea is it Hmm. part of the box set though only oh, oh uh, maybe it's only part of the box set so that's why i don't know about it it's because there's like there's that big bergman set and i don't think it's available outside of that the big bergman set yeah hey? big ingmar bergman cinema 30 discs and this is one of those movies that is not uh by itself so i don't know actually we will probably never watch it unless it gets spined yeah, if it's not a spine, I'm not. We're not going to do box sets, right? No, nah. No. Unless they got a spine. 
yeah, no. Yeah. Spines only. Hey, we're going to watch all no 20. Requests. Hey, we will watch all 26 Satoichi films, right? Yeah. And, 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 and all and the Godzillas. All, 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 the Godzilla, all the Godzillas. Yeah, we'll do the that. Godzillas. Go, yeah. go, go, Gorgira. We're going to watch the Gorgiras, yeah. yeah. But I'm not watching uh, Chantel Ackerman's box sets, I'll tell you that much. So that had me wondering what your favorite Max von Sydow movies are. I would go with The Exorcist and Future Creeps, Shame, The Emigrants, and The New Land. Well, I've, I haven't seen The Emigrants or The New Land, but I have wanted to for a long time. But it seems like they're always out of stock on these goddamn Criterion sales, which one of which should be starting like in a, a week. day or two. But the annoying thing about that is Barnes & Noble has stopped shipping outside of the U.S., Oh, so you well, you have an you well. Have a there, so there that, is a, yeah. there is unobstructed view, but mm-hmm. their stock sucks, <laughs> like real bad. Oh yeah. So like anything you want, you're like, oh hey, I need to get Grand Budapest Hotel. No, you, you're not getting that. Oh, you want come and see? No, you're not. Nah, nah you don't want that. You don't want anything want good. Yeah, you want you want uh, <laughs> crazed fruit. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't want crazed fruit? Hey, we got some of that crazed fruit right over here. I'd say if in, unless you're the first five on the uh, on the site, you're not getting anything. You, you want so. you want some wild vegetables? Ooh, wild strawberries? You mean? No, I want vegetables. Oh, I see. I'm pretty sure Jarrett's favorite Max von Sydow film is uh, Star Wars: The Force Awakens. Do you remember his performance in that film, Jarrett? No. Revolutionary, to say um, the least. Yeah. Revolutionary. Revoltech? Kinda. I'm gonna say Needful Things, the Stephen King film. Do do do. Hey, because I I could say The Exorcist. Remember when he died like right before COVID began? Max von Sydow. Yeah. Yeah, I do remember. Yeah. Do you think COVID got him? I mean, I think being a ninety-year-old. Were they checking at the time? I I, 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 I don't know. A ninety-year-old being a ninety-year-old man certainly couldn't have helped, but. Hmm. But I don't know. How, what do you think you're gonna look like at ninety? Oh man! Well, I mean, I'll have, I'll be on my second set of teeth by then. Mm-hmm. Wooden this time? Mm, I don't know. Nanites. The, like the nanites will just uh, eat the food for. I won't even have to chew anymore. So you'll be a Borg? Yeah, it'll be like kind of like a a giant like cloud of locusts, but it's nanites come pouring out of my mouth and devour the food for me, and then they come back to the food and then they enter the molecules into my bloodstream. How's that different from what you already do? Um, no, there's no nanites. Wow, Jared. Unless you believe everything you hear about the vaccine. Oh, are you? Fi- yeah, you are five G, aren't you? Yeah, that's the joke. It's uh, mm-hmm. it's a pretty tired joke, but you, you just keep you, you just keep making them. You just keep making hey, them. My life. What about Shutter Island? Yeah, everybody likes Shutter Island. Yeah, who doesn't like Shutter Island? Not me. What about Ghostbusters 2? I prefer Judge Dredd from 1995. What about his uh, turn as Leland Gaunt in Needful Things? That's what I said. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a, needs, I'm a Needful Things <laughs> guy. Yeah. How about Vigo in Ghostbusters 2? Was he Vigo, though? Was he under heavy prosthetic makeup as Vigo? He was just the voice. Okay, yeah, because as you say, he doesn't look. The, Vigo looks more like Klaus Kinski than it does. Uh, yeah. Then uh, who? Well, who is the face of Vigo? Um, Guy Man. 
guy man how about okay what what about ming what what about what about uh in flash gordon ming the merciless i mean that's pretty good the guy the name you're looking for jared was wilhelm von homburg that is vigo (laughs) there you go kevin dunn is also in uh, that movie kevin dunn kevin dunn director of wrestlemania's uh no the other kevin ah the good one the the other the the man who is an actor in Snake Eyes yeah that guy you know that Kevin I, I know exactly who you're talking about yeah but, but I like to mention Kevin Dunn well yeah I thought Kevin Dunn was a he's the a Craig wrestler. he's the Craig Leathers of WWE who's Craig Leathers the the Kevin Dunn of WCW that just clears it all up terrific, terrific. Ran, random pro wrestling question. Mm-hmm. What what a coincidence. Would you watch many of the big WWF pay-per-views growing up? I actually got to watch all of them since my family had one of those cable box descramblers that would unlock all of the channels. Well, with that admission, um I I I'm worried for you, Justin, and your family. I mean, Vince McMahon is a uh, pretty vindictive human being in this uh admitting How come? to to because he's so big, he's so swollen, and he likes money. And this is like an admission of like stealing money from Vince McMahon's family's mouths, his billionaire children. Well, if our episode goes down, we know who in, it in, was in, from. From what, from what RJ's own words, um, you got a lawsuit on your hands, pal. Uh, did you ever watch? Did you ever get to watch any WWF pay per views? WWE pay per views growing up? Because you were, oh yeah, you were still a baby when oh uh, hell yeah when it became WWE. We had the, uh, I think it was like fifteen, the first fifteen WrestleManias on VHS. But did like you box did, did you ever watch any of them live? Yes, uh, during Attitude Era stuff. So like when Stone Cold was, um, whenever he was the top of the top. Uh, I think I watched uh, for for like a year or two. I think uh, my brother and I we we got those uh, pay per views when Stone Cold was right up here and Mankind when Mankind was huge. Into me. I don't know if he was ever huge. Oh, Mankind. In real life. Well, he's pretty yeah. big. Um, Mick Foley's a pretty big guy. I don't know if you've ever... I mean, actually... no, I know. But it's, he's one of those guys that was like, he looks like he's just a short, dumpy man because he's in the land of the Giants. But mm. I think Mick Foley was like 6'2". <laughs> like, so he's like our height. Um, and, but yeah, but wide. But wide. But he's so, a very yeah, wide I'm... man. I would have watched some there, but uh, I, I couldn't tell you which one specifically. Jarrett's seen pretty much all of them, so I have seen my fair share, uh, but not. Like, but as a kid, I never got to see one live. My parents would never, ever pay for a pay per view, ever. How come? Because they too, start too expensive. Mm. Whatever it was, they were. Did you a... ever tell them that you need it though? Yeah, like, oh yeah, but I need I would, it. Yeah, I would have told them I needed it, but you know, within a couple months, I, I guess I would have rented those tapes from Blockbuster or video mm. video cinema. Ooh, that's the only way I ever. That's the only way I ever got to watch my wrestling as a kid when they were pay per views. Was after the fact. Yeah. After all the results were known. That's too bad. I feel for you, dude. Yeah. You know, sad. Bad. Sad. Sad. I didn't see a ton. A couple. Yeah. A couple though, which is cool. Um, did you remember RJ the ad campaign from when it went from WWF to WWE? Did I do. It, was, it sucks. Get it the, took me a long time get, to get over it. Get the f out. 
I didn't remember that. Yeah, it's pretty good. Who do you think came up with that, Vince? Uh, I don't know actually. I'm sure that someone knows. Someone knows out there. Somebody knows. Yeah, Dave Meltzer. Get Dave Meltzer on the line. Ooh, is he the man uh, behind the scenes? He's the journalist who, who's been Ooh. covering this crap forever and ever. Big Dave, you'll know. Do you do you ever tell people to get the f out? Uh, no. But right. I should. I could start. You should do it. My middle name is Rancis now. <laughs> Rancis Duncan. Yeah, Rancis. I think you've just created a uh, alternative uh, supervillain, an anti-villain, if you will. <laughs> I was going to say, uh, which man. I saw someone comment. Nobody has ever done this before. This is groundbreaking. Oh, there's yeah, shit on. I man, that guy deserves to get <laughs> shit on so bad for that. What's his what's, what's his dick? Fede? Fide Fide Alvarez. Yeah, fuck it, buddy. Shut up. Stop it. Stop it. You should, um, <laughs> what, what do you think that means? So Fide Alvarez is promoting get, uh, Don't Breathe too, and he said he's not a hero. He's not an anti-hero. He's an anti-villain. What does that mean, Jared? What does that mean to you? He's a, I think the essence of it is that he is a anti-hero, but the writer of it's very stupid. Um, I mean, probably. Yeah, I think that's what it means, I think. Okay. Yeah. I was very confused by that. That's why I sent it to you. I was like, I have no idea what this means. It's like, you mean like a sympathetic villain? Who's, who's definitely a villain? But like, my question is, is the turkey baster back? Oh, that was, uh, that was something to behold, Jared. <laughs> that was unlike anything I have ever seen. In it, well, so. in a, uh, in a Creepsville theater. That's for sure. In a Creepsville theater, yeah. That's, that's some Pink Flamingo stuff. Yeah, I mean, I know there's other things that are like that, but uh, in my uh, naive, sheltered life, I went, oh, <laughs> baby. Oh, my. So. Foodie question of the week. Oh, yeah. Ketchup yeah. on eggs, yay or nay? No. I, I prefer mean, sriracha. Are there any other odd condiment pairings that you enjoy? Now that they sell Chick-fil-A sauce in the store, I've been eating that on everything. Ooh. Uh, if it's if it's an egg sandwich, like an egg bun, yep. I'll, I'll throw some must, or ketchup on that for mm-hmm. sure. Big time Dunkin', but uh, scrambled eggs on my plate? Nah. Yeah. But, I mean, if I have a little ketchup there for some hash browns, I don't mind if it, it's touching. I'm not that weird about it. That's fine. I just wouldn't put the ketchup right on the egg. You know what I mean, Jer? Yeah, some people... It, yeah, on like on an egg, like a fried egg sandwich, it's yeah. hot. it's so so good. Yes. Um, on scrambled eggs, even I put hot sauce on, uh, on those for sure. Yeah. Like like straight up like whatever Frank's Red Hot. Yeah. And like for like they're like my my egg style is uh, over easy, mm-hmm. and it doesn't need it. It doesn't need anything because you got it comes the, with you, its own you, sauce. You, it's got the yolk. You, mm-hmm. you, you bust that up with your uh, your bacon or your sausage. And, mm-hmm. and uh, you poke it up, and then you finish that off. Then you have yourself some toast. Maybe even you dunk your toast into that. Uh, now, no, I'll friend. see. Sometimes it depends on if you've got uh, some decent, uh, decent toast, stra- strawberry and peanut butter, or something like that. Uh I mean, yeah. What I like to do, you know, usually you get two pieces of toast kind of cut in the middle. I mean, even if you're making that at home, I usually eat half the toast for Dunkin'. 
and then uh, the, for Duncan uh, for me for Dun- for Duncan for Rancis <laughs> Rancis Duncan yeah into the yoke and then the other bits then I'll sweet them sweeten them up you know a little jam maybe a little marmalade if I'm getting crazy marmalade what are you yeah pat- I like marmalade. what are you fucking Paddington here I wish that yeah. dude's a treasure mm-hmm. I don't know I don't think I eat anything weird in terms of sauce but I, I do know there was that craze about a week or two ago people were putting mustard on watermelon and it sounds just gross like I feel like that's a scam yeah that sounds like some uh TikTok thing where people then like put their dick in an electrical socket yeah. oh what happens it's next like, you'll never believe it works <laughs> and then it's like it's nothing yeah I imagine but yeah, that, that sounds horrible that, that sounds uh real bad Real, Actually, real bad. You know what's one thing I do do now, but I don't think it's that weird. I saw it on the internet. You know when you're making a grilled cheese and uh, you butter your bread and maybe you toast up your bread before you put your cheese in there? I've been uh, what? using... Say that again? If you're making a grilled cheese, do yeah. you ever like toast up your bread in the pan first? Like, but, like butter, is... butter the bread and then put it yeah. in the pan? Okay, yeah, yeah. But both, what I like to do is both sides. So yeah. I get the inside toasted, flip them, and then put the cheese down so the inside is crispy too, right? And then I put it together and eat it. And that's okay. my ultimate crisp. But uh, what I've been doing lately, if I don't have soft butter, I've been using mayonnaise. I saw it on the internet. And it actually mm. works not bad. It's a little greasier, but it doesn't yeah, it doesn't well, taste like mayonnaise. Yeah. Yeah. But it toasts up okay. I'm good with margarine, you know? We, we we don't keep margarine in, in the house. I don't know. Like I, I say, I'm not a bad. I'm I'm not against margarine. Like some people are, they're not fans of it. But there's times where it's like I'm I'm totally a okay with it. Uh, on like on that type of thing. It doesn't know. I mean, yeah. I, I I like butter too. But sometimes uh, margarine is just like it's so cheap. Yeah, I mean mar- margarine's fine. I don't buy it myself, but if I see margarine somewhere, I I get it. I eat it because it's good. Just like. Just don't know what's in there. That's all. Plastic. Oh come on. Allegedly. Rapeseed, RJ. <clears throat> what? Rapeseed. That's what's in there. Grape oh, seed. Rape seed. As a, or as it's or, or as they like to call it canola. <laughs> wow. But it wasn't always called that. Someone's gonna get a sound bite of that. Make it the ringtone. <laughs> the rapeseed. The Duncan. That's a good movie right there. The Rape Seed. Like like Demon Seed. It's kind of like... Uh, but better. Like Incubus. Like Incubus. Incubus. So, Succubus. so yeah. much. Yes. Is that the uh, end of Justin's email? No. Oh, okay. Um, any other odd condiment pairings that you enjoy? In- I don't think so. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm pretty uh, vanilla when it comes to that. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I've talked about this. Oh, wait, weren't, weren't you, like, horrified by me talking about plum sauce one time? Like, with, like, a Monte Cristo? Oh, I mean, I don't think horrified, but I, I would never put plum sauce on a Monte Cristo. I would, I would be dunking that in ketchup, too. It's good at ketchup, but, I mean, you would be pleasantly surprised how good uh, plum sauce and, it, and the Monte Cristo would be. Well, that might hey, be we'll, we'll try it out. You know, maybe we'll, uh, we'll go hang out at uh, Humpty's. Humpties. Yeah, I thought you only got the spinach uh, salads at Humpties. Well, I got I've gotten uh, a little bit of everything there at some point here and there. The, the question, of course, is whether or not uh, my throat will close <laughs> from eating oh. eggs from there. I don't know. And it never happened before. Hopefully, hopefully. It'll, well, there's a it would there's solve a both. It would by solve. My house. It would solve. It, there is. Ah, it's like in, it's get a, yeah. in between us. We yeah. can meet at the Smitties. Yeah. 
at at the Smitty's. Have you eaten? Have you eaten at Smitty's? Not in fifteen years. It's it's not good. It's not good. For I, you. I I it's, couldn't imagine it would. Be. It's it's pretty bad. I eat there a lot, a lot uh, as a young man. There was a I lot mean, of lot of meals at the Schmitty's. Shitty Schmitty's. Yeah, that's what yeah. My, an aunt called it that. Shitties. And then shitties. Then you'd go anyway. You go. What are you doing? You need a place you call Shitties. <laughs> and they say, "Well, maybe I'm working on a shit." It's like it's like going to Crappy Tire. It's like why why do you go to a place called Crappy Tire? And, and I will argue, Canadian Tire is great. Canadian Tire is good. It's uh, I don't know people people just like shitting on stuff. It makes them feel better. Yeah, they're because they're they're sad because they have nothing they're of sad. their own. You know. Oh, we got we got game 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 talk from Justin oh, Peterson sh- as well shit. with it being summer vacation season I was curious if you ever played car games to pass the time during long family outings I like to play name that tune movie edition with my kids oh of course you do Justin I mean that sounds fun for the kids <laughs> you know about for the kids Jared for the kids if not games what other ways have you used to pass the time on road trips I'm usually driving so, what was it? But when you didn't drive, Game Boy, Game Boy. I read books. That was it. I read like books all the time. Oh, I wasn't a nerd. I was a super cool kid. Well, so you were you weren't reading Boy. like David Edding's fantasy novels. No, no, no. Uh, if I wasn't driving, all I would do would be uh, play a little Game Boy. You know, maybe a little Pokemon Red. Maybe a little Pokemon Blue. I see. Maybe a little Pokemon Silver or Gold. You know. Well. Yeah, but I mean, now I drive, so I don't really get to do much. Get I'll to... audiobook if I'm by myself on a mm-hmm. long drive, but if mm-hmm. Andrew is there, I can't really do it. No. So, so the deal with stupid reality? Yeah, unfortunately. Unfortunately. Thanks for the time creeps and have a great show. Cheers. What do you what do you do, Jarrett, in the car? Now? Read? Yeah. Fuck yeah, fuck I don't know. This nice radio. To talk, mm. talk with whoever's in the car, I guess, to pass the time. <laughs> I uh, I know a guy. Actually, I, I shouldn't tell this story on there. I'll tell you afterwards. Oh, oh dear. He's got a weird trailer game where, uh, I mean, some people might do this. I don't know. They uh, He sees what, like, like, RVs always have weird names like Blue Horizon or, like, Opaque Cavern. And then he would... Uh, or like untamed beast, and he would uh, add a uh, word after it whenever he would see it. Oh. So I'll tell you off air because uh, I don't yeah. want to get canceled yet. You'll, you'll save that one. Yeah, I'll save that one. Yeah, people will be messaging me all day. What is it? What is it? What is it? Uh, so that's the end of Peterson's email. That, that is the end. So he sent me a postscript. <gasps> so uh, follow up for my email tonight, since it is a week old. Postscript. What a fitting title for my email last week with getting the unfortunate news that I missed the memo about the show being moved up a day. But I certainly cannot complain. Now, since I am on a two-week vacation where I am being a staff member for a scout camp this week and going to Disney and Universal next week, hope you creeps are having a solid summer. End of postscript. Yay. There is no PPS. Okay. Yeah. So that sounds fun. I wonder what he'll do in Disney. Eat a pickle? Uh, yeah. I mean, go go hit those rides. They got big pickles there, Jarrett. You ever had one of those? Nope. I've never, go- I've never gone to a Disney place. Uh, well, I was there when I was a kid, and it was fun. And the pickles are like this big. 
Pretty good, dude. If you're looking for a pickle. Mm-hmm. What's the one-stop shop for pickles in, Ameri- in, in, in all of America? Does, yeah, I mean, kind of. There's that, and then uh, Ryan Gosling has that theory that uh, they have that cat army at Disney that come out at night to eat all the mice and rats. Huh. Because he's like, you've never seen a mouse or rat here ever. He's like, but it's impossible because of all the people and the food. So I think he he has a he has an, a theory where it's just like, come like 11 o'clock, they just let out a cat army. Hmm. Big if true. Big if true. Mm-hmm. Next up, we got Dylan Frogert. Frogert, Sonny D himself. My, my, my. With an email entitled, Subject. <laughs> How- oh, okay. Howdy, creeps. How's the weather been up there? How hot is it? Hot. This week, I got to see a live theater production of The Sound of Music, which, dare I say, I enjoyed more than the film itself. They even had the Nazis search to the audience with flashlights during the end of the second act. It got me in a rewatch mood, so gents figured I'd ask your thoughts on old Bob Wise. Plus, it's an excuse to talk about more Star Trek. Indeed it is. What's Bob Wise? Robert Wise, director of Star Trek The Motion Picture, as well as The Day of the Earth Stood Still. Interesting. Good luck with Visconti, and as always, have a great show. Best. Dylan. Seamless. Is that a hyperlink in there? No, that's... It's just his that, name. That's some some classic keyboard bashing, RJ. Some cla- classic just, just rantus. like rolling rolling the wrist all over it. You see what happens. Ooh, classic rantus. Look at you over there. Um, I I think. Do you, I, how about, I mean, how theater? about I don't know. How about uh, defrag? What is defrag? Uh, uh, Dil- Dylan. For Dil- Dylan. Oh, defrag. Yeah. What happened to Frogert? I thought you liked. Frogert. I mean, it could be defrag. Could be all sorts of D things. If you, if you know what I mean. Could be. What are you saying there, Hoss? If you were in a theater and people pretending to be Nazis or actual real ones came out with flashlights, that would scare the shit out of me. That wouldn't make me like it. Be You're, fucked up. You ever seen Sound of Music? No. Well, actually, yeah, as a little kid. N- never as an adult, okay. but yes. But, I mean, this guy is, as far as I'm concerned, he's batting pretty strong. He's got Day the Earth Stood Still, yep. Curse of the Cat People, Jared. Yeah, the the best Whew, the best good. of the cat people, in my opinions. Mm-hmm. The haunting Andromeda strain. Mm-hmm. Star Trek motion picture, the yep. movie that's designed to be boring on and purpose. Did you not just just completely skip over West Side Story? What the fuck? Yeah, I don't give a fuck about that. That movie's fucking great. But but a bunch of Italian guys uh, snapping their fingers? It's I don't better, care. It's better than Sound of Music, that's for sure. The movie, well, anyway. I, I, I really need to rewatch The Haunting. I've only ever seen it once. I have never seen it, I believe. But it's a Criterion film, is it not? Uh, nope. Or am I way off? You're thinking of The Innocence, I think. Well, that's a good show, though. But, yeah, Andromeda Strain's great. They, they are still... I haven't seen forever, but you watched it recently and say it's great. I watched what? Uh, they, they, they are still. still. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, see? Who doesn't like Bort? Uh, Blood on the Moon has won Westerns kind of just okay. I still actually really need to see Run Silent, Run Deep with uh, Burt Lancaster and Clark Gable. Sus. Submarines? And it's I think it's the basis for that one episode of Star Trek. Uh, 
a submarine episode? Yeah. I think that's the which one. E- which the, episode? Uh, it's the one where it's like with the Romulans. Well, they're all with the Romulans, Jerry. Wow, not all of them. Wow, I mean, original series, what about Romulans, the, what about, what about, Klingons. What about, what about the one with Trelane? Chalena? Trelane. I don't remember names, the, dude. The, the Liberace guy. Oh, I do like that guy. He's fun. Yeah. I it's... don't, uh, yeah, I don't know, though. Yeah. No, he's, uh, yeah, Bob, Bob Wise is a, a good shit, so we don't bust his balls too much. Oh, yeah. I like I like this guy. Everything I've seen of his, I've liked. You think, so, you, you no think complaints. You think he's a cool dude with an attitude? Rude, crude dude, potentially with an attitude. Okay. But that's remains to be seen at this point. Cool. Cool. Jared. Uh, well, thanks for that email. One mm-hmm. one mm-hmm. more for ARJ. Well, maybe yes. technically two. What do you um, mean two? Oliver Granger with oh, an fuck. email entitled, God... Oh, fuck. What does God need with a starship? Vija. <laughs> Vija. Hi there, creeps. A new mm-hmm. Godzilla anime has popped up on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Not to be confused with the recent horrible animated trilogy, some of the worst movies in the franchise. Mm. The tone looks quite odd and way too anime, but like the other criterion Ooh. creeping, you know me, gotta go all in, so I have to watch it. Will you be watching it? I had no idea this existed until this very moment. So I actually, I did see it pop up because uh, I watched um, Gundam 3 on Netflix (gasps) for convenience. And uh, when I was done, it recommended the Godzilla thing. Okay. But it was also, Netflix is so full of shit. Like when I was done, it was like, you may also like these movies. And it was things that like have nothing to do with anything related to Gundam. So... Mm. It's horseshit, well, Jerry. I, I never finished watching those really crappy animes from a while back because that first one stunk so much. And yeah, it sounds I, like Granger says it's not worth your time. It sounds like it, so maybe I'll dodge that bullet unless unless I want to be a true Zilla man. I mean, you probably you are a true Zilla man. Yeah. Are you not more more than most? I guess in that I have actually seen all the Godzilla movies, as have you. That's not true though, because yes. neither of us have seen a. Kong v Zilla. Well, so for a while I was waiting. I didn't. I didn't want to buy it for thirty dollars. I was going to, but at the time I didn't have the couch, so I was like, I don't want to watch this fucking movie on the floor for thirty dollars. Right. Uh, and then when I did get the couch, like a month had passed, and I was kind of like, I wonder if this is just going to be put on Crave soon. Mm-hmm. So, which I think eventually now, it, and give it another month or so, yeah. it'll be on Crave, and yeah. I'll, I'll watch it. They're probably they're probably waiting four months maybe yeah. six will be pushing it and then it'll just suddenly be there i'll be like well now it's my opportunity yep so that's what i was waiting for but uh yeah also i quite like the video game talk so here is a question <gasps> what video game have you played multiple times to completion i almost never replay games and some of the only ones i can think of are half-life 2 max Payne 2 and 3 and red faction 2 random every time i think i'm going to play this game from my childhood to completion i stop after the second level of boredom rj can't say mario 64 because that's boring cheers i wasn't going to P- so, uh... p.s if it's not too late looking forward to next week watching that movie criterion cucks won't shut the fuck up about which movie uh next week's movie what is that uh the donkey picture donkeys yep Julian Donkey Boy? Yep. Good lord. 
Uh, so to completion, hey? Multiple times. Uh, multiple times? Well, obviously, Donkey Kong. Donkey yeah, Kong. Uh, DKC, the first DKC? one I have uh, definitely. That's probably, that's like the most obvious one for me. I, I have probably. Oh, this t- might, this uh, might sound bad. Tur- but... Turtles in Time. Turtles Ooh, in Time. Yeah, see, that's yep. a good one. Yep. I've probably played Donkey Kong Country 1 and 2 to completion about 10 times each. Because when we were growing up, when we had Super Nintendo, it was one of the only games that we had that I actually really enjoyed. So I played the fuck out of it all the time. I think I did the, was it 96 star completion on Super Mario World for all three save spots, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's good. Yeah. Like that one. I mean, that's a good one. I'd say so the first two Donkey Kongs for sure a lot. Link to the Past. Link to the Past, yeah, yeah, that's a big one. Chrono Trigger, I, I mean, and, me. and not not even like Chrono Trigger, like oh, I did all the endings because I did do that, yeah. but then I played it all over again because that game is right. so good. That sounds up your alley. I've I've actually never played Chrono Trigger. <gasps> Are you shitting me? I had well, it's not available on Virtual Console. I can't play it. I don't own the. What? I don't yes, it wasn't it SNES. But you you got a DS. Yeah, you can play it that way. But, I don't have it though. I don't have the cart. Oh, you, 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 you want to rectify that? You, Potentially. You could borrow mine. I could do that. I, I mean, because you, I, yeah, I, oh yeah, you got to play some Chrono Trigger. That game is. I mean, so I, fucking I good. It, but I've never played it all the way to the end. Is what I, what I mean. Yeah, that's 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 all. That's upsetting. Yeah, I know. I and I realize that it's just uh, I never had it, and then it was it's like, uh, well, yeah, because because like yeah, yeah, you haven't played Shadow of the Colossus. No, man. No, no PlayStation stuff. Oh man! But I have played Donkey Kong a lot, yeah. and I, this is gonna sound real, real uh, weebly, but uh, I have. Uh, I think I played Pokemon like Red, Blue, Gold, Silver. I probably. I don't. This is embarrassing. Probably like seven or eight times all the way through. Okay. If not more. Well, there's like not more. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, and th- those are long games. Too. I, I've watched like these speedrunner videos of people yeah. playing these games so much, like they just beat them over and over and over again, and that's yep. all they. That's what they do. So it's not that sad. I mean, well, there's... I, well, I mean, that game was prime for like my age. We were in grade like one when it came out, and that's when cards were huge and all that shit. But even years later, I would just casually pick it up once every like five years or so and play through it. It was just comforting to me. I was like, I like this. It's a fun game. Yeah. It is a fun game, but I think there, there's probably more, but uh, th- th- that's good. Those are good answers. That's fine. That's fine. Those are good answers. So, well, I mean, I could play, I could play Tron- Chrono Trigger. I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to lie to you, Jared. I'm kind of leveling off on Super Mario Sunshine because like I, I'm about halfway through, but all the places I'm at now, like, you know how it's all like kind of world based, all the worlds I'm in, the the stage to get past it they're all kind of like um they're like coin rally things where you have to like run and grab coins and i'm just like that sounds like a contemporary shitty mario game to me i mean i it, i was really enjoying it up to that point but that's what all of my worlds are right now and i was like oh so i was playing a little mario tennis last night <laughs> there you <laughs> Cause go because I, I like that it's fun that's fine it's fun it's good. I like Mario Tennis. Fun stuff. That. Well, that's it for emails. Well, hot shit. Well, we've been talking for about an hour and a half it's already, just, so that's a, okay. It's a beautiful thing. It's beautiful. It's just that easy, Jared. Hey, it's RJ. Just that easy. 
Yes. What 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 you been creeping on this week? Mobile Suit Gundam 2 Soldiers of Sorrow. After managing to survive attacks by Zeon's Shar Aznabal and Garma Zabi, the crew of Federation warship White Base and its mobile suits must battle Zeon forces through Asia, Europe, and the Atlantic Ocean if they are to reach Earth's Federation headquarters alive. During that process, many of its crew members must overcome their fears, losses, immaturities, and insecurities in order to survive. So uh, this is number two in uh, the original Mobile Suit Gundam trilogy, Jarrett, which yep. after I re- I saw on uh, Netflix, uh, apparently they have a ton of Gundam shit. So I- I'm sure this spawned, what, like hundreds of uh, movies afterwards? Uh, Anime fan. Or not. But it looked wow. like there was at least four or five. Gundams? Oh. Other movies after this. Do, you, yeah. I, do you want me to send you a YouTube link where it's all explained, like all the series that exist? How long is it? The video? How long is the YouTube yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll check it out. It's it's pretty okay. lengthy because there's a lot. There's a there so, is a ton of this stuff. Okay, well this is this is what I'll say. I'll play my card early. Uh, I like Gundam. I think it's super cool now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't know if I'm ready to fully dip into it while I still got other things on. The oh no no no! Like I, that's hey, that's all the Gundam yeah. I've ever seen is what okay. you just watched. Oh, I've, I've only good. seen. I've never like. There's like haven't dabbled into Unicorn. Oh god, dude, no, dude, you. I don't think you realize like how how, big how Gundam is. Yeah, you can't you can't watch it all. Like, yeah. there's there's no goddamn way you're ever going to do it unless you want to like completely uh, transition to an entire new lifestyle of uh, a Gundam boy. Do you want to be made transitions before, Jerry? I, I mean, can do I mean, it again. but Star Trek is like finite. Like, there's like only so much. Being, yeah, being, being, being a big trick, being a tre- big trek boy is like pretty like it's doable becoming a i think a big gundam boy my word you gotta you have to pick and choose you gotta, you can't mm-hmm. do it all yeah well i mean i don't know i i would ho- i would say i'm hopeful that one day i will get do more gundaming because i i'll tell you man gundam's pretty cool these are these are very good movies yeah they, they actually they actually are yeah like uh not that I doubted you or Big Sugar in your Gundam abilities, but uh, I was just like, I was like, oh, I don't know. I was like, I thought it was just like a generic thing or like just another anime. That's, kind a, of. that's but, what I uh, thought, too. It's uh, no, the, these three movies were actually uh, they were really good. It's uh, a lot about war and mm-hmm. PTSD and like, yeah. war, you know, war is hell. Yeah, war. These are the these are war is hell movies, which is uh, pretty cool. I like I with, didn't realize with, with I didn't giant think robots. that's what it was going to be. With the robots? Yep. Yeah, and, like, I, I actually... So the one thing about this whole trilogy that I really like is that... Because I can tell how the Gundams get more and more complicated as it goes. I, I appreciate that in the, these three movies, the Gundam is just the Gundam. It doesn't change at all. It's mm-hmm. just, like, the one that Amaro, uh, Amara has, it's just... Or Amaro, yeah, it's just his Gundam. It doesn't, like, change or it doesn't get advancements or anything. It's, like, they're because they're... They're on the run the whole time. It's like, no, we can fix her up, but we can't really make it better. And they're like, yeah, that's fine. And they just get through it, which I thought was cool. So apparently one of the better... So like, how do you even begin this goddamn crap? So there is uh, different timelines, and then there's different settings. Mm-hmm. And like the, I think the bulk of the stuff is set around the movies you just watched. Like there's stuff yep. that's set before, 
during, but it's like small stories. Like there's the one called like MS 83rd or something like that, which is basically yeah. it's, it's mash. It's with the, it's, with, it's like the medical team. See, that during, sounds awesome. It's like, it's like the medical team in a Gundam war. That sounds super cool. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. And like, I, I didn't, I, I thought there were branches out of it, but like a mash Gundam, that would be really cool. I think, mm-hmm. um, before I even get into this one question, uh, how come Michael Bay hasn't made this a live action movie yet? Can he, too busy with Transformers or maybe Bandai told them to fuck off? I don't know. Like the, the, it's Japanese properties. Like there isn't, there is not a lot of stuff that gets translated out of Japan by Americans mm-hmm. first. I mean, they've been trying to do uh, Akira for how long? Oh, for like twenty years. They've had like fifteen thousand fucking directors attached yeah. to it. Yeah, well, I was just thinking because it's like, and I know I think a lot of the mentality over there is like, well, the anime exists. Why you don't need to remake it? And it's like, I get that. I appreciate that too. So the thing I'm trying to remember is, I was just like, it's prime for it. Yeah, I was just well, it would be horrible, but yeah. But so the the thing I'm trying to remember is the Universal Century, which is kind of the core universe of Gundam. Okay, like classic Gundam, which is what you just watched, and then there's tons that extrapolates from it. So like your next move from this point would probably be, I think it's watching Mobile Suit. Z- Zeta Gundam followed Z- and, and, there, and there's three compilation movies of that or you could okay. watch you could either watch because so what you just finished you watched 43 episodes but I think the third movie a lot of it's actually original and okay. then from there because it wasn't like a super smash hit at this point and that takes place in the year 79 and then yeah. mobile suit Zeta Gundam is in the year 87 and, yeah. and there's a compilation movie they made of that but it came out in like the 2000s from like, but the episodes originally aired in the 85, 86 period. And then there's Mobile Site Suit Gundam ZZ or ZZ. Um, ZZ, yes. Which came, out, which came out in 86, 87. And then it got two uh, OVA episodes, original video audio expansions. That's, those came out in 2009. That's when, like, I think Gundam was really like getting bigger everywhere in the world. And not just uh, mm-hmm. in Japan to make toys, and then there's but then there's like the direct movie sequel that you should watch, which would be Mobile Suit Gundam Char's Counterattack. That that is on Netflix as okay. well. That so, that was yeah, yeah that one popped up afterwards, and, and that's set in the year ninety three. And then there's Mobile Suit SD Gundam, Mobile Suit Gundam eighty War in the Pocket, which goes back to seventy nine. Mobile Suit Gundam F ninety one, which takes place in one twenty three. Uh, then there's yeah, then there's like a yeah, Mobile Suit Gundam eighty three Stardust Memory, which is a thirteen episode uh, series. Mobile Suit Victory Gundam, followed by Mobile Fighter G Gundam, followed by Jesus Mobile Christ. Suit Gundam Wing, which uh, is one of the bigger. I think that was the one where I they, they started actually making toys in America. And like, or, or, or sorry, or kits. Yeah. But that's, and that's where I, my first Gundam, I bought at Model Baron. Uh, and it was from Mobile Suit Gundam at Wing. Model Baron. Yeah. Whew. And that was like, but those that's were like, a long time ago. That was a long, well, they're still around. I know, but I mean, and they had the Gundams. And I think that's mm-hmm. set in a different timeline of it. Cause that's after Colony. Um, <laughs> There, there's a spreadsheet on on uh encyclopedia like, uh, sure on Wikipedia. Uh, After War uh-huh. Gundam X. Oh, there, there we go. There's Mobile Suit Gundam, the eighth MS team. That is the uh, Mash series. That's only twelve episodes. 
Hmm. What is it called? Uh, Mobile Suit Gundam, the 08th MS team. 08 MS team. Okay. Eighth, yeah, yeah. That's the one that okay. I've always heard, like, by Gundam people. That's, like, apparently one of the, the top shelf ones. I think I tried watching the first episode, and it didn't win me over, but I just never went back to it and then there's endless waltz which is which is like kind of the i don't know people really really like it but i think a lot of people also say it's like incomprehensible crap or like not very good i don't know i, I can I, get behind that we, we, we make a lot of we we saw a lot of endless endless waltz gundams hmm. is Tr- it just because they look cool yeah yeah they look cool Okay. Um, and then there's yeah, that's fine. The next big series, I think, after that, it's like then there's Mobile Suit Gundam Seed, Mobile Gu- Suit Gundam Seed Destiny, uh, which is that that's the Cosmic Era, which is a completely different universe now. Uh, but it's like a Redux and kind of. But there's like you know RX seventy, I think, probably is incorporated somehow, or Unicorns, or mm-hmm. other names of big Gundams, big Gundam boys, Stargazer, <laughs> big Gundam boys. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. It, there is so much like. I don't even know how many episodes this would be. The, 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 the current big cool idea that they were going down was the, I think this is my understanding of it. There was the Gundam build fighters concept, which was essentially um, real steel, the movie real steel, oh. where, where it's like, where it's kids who are making Gundam bots and then they fight them and they fight each other. And so it's like, that sounds cool. yeah, it's cage fights with robots and kids are building robots. So that's fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the, the recent grim and gritty version was mobile suit Gundam, iron blooded orphans. That, oh, so that that's sounds good. That's apparently, I think that's been a very popular, well-received uh, Gundam and mm-hmm. there it's still coming. It's still coming. Oh, and it's... there's actually a live action drama called Gundam Build Real that apparently is coming out uh, soon. Gundam Build Real, did you say? Yeah. Okay, so what you're telling me is there's a lot of Gundam. That's some of the Gundam. There's one where it's a uh, it's like a pseudo period piece in Victorian times with Gundams, Ooh. but it, but there's a reason why. I can't remember Ooh. the name. I can't remember what. Uh... Wait, steam? Is it steampunk? Uh yeah. I mean, well, I mean, I don't think they're steam-powered Gundams, though. I, I gotta tell you something. I'm not a steampunk guy. That's fine. I mean, I I, I can see the top hat, and I see your uh, kind of decorative vape pen dangling around, dangling around your uh, neck. Yeah. But uh, that's fine. That's fine. Mm-hmm. I know you like to yeah. review. I know you like to review vape pens online. I I I don't just like to review them. I th- I think I have to review them on Reddit. <laughs> if I'm not going to do it, who is? Yeah. Is what I want to know. So you like Gundam? I, I do like Gundam. It's good. Yeah. So when when are you going to start building Gundam kits with the rest of uh, us cool guys? That's yeah. Sugarhead asked me the exact same fucking thing. He's like, when are you going to be building some Gundams? And... Well, I think I think the place to start, Jared, which yep. I've mentioned to you, <laughs> is that that. Uh, Star Trek ship model ship you have at the shop. That's probably where the entry point for me. Nah, now, I know nah, that's not you just, a nah, you just you just get a Gundam. Gundam's <clears throat> Gundam would be a lot more fun to build than that Star Trek ship. Yeah, I know, but I, I would get more mileage out of the Star Trek ship. Well, would you? Like, would, but you know, imagine having a Gundam, and then you can get a Zaku, and you can like smash them together. Well, I uh, I think the biggest thing that you need to do is uh, I need you to contact my wife and explain to her go, what, what go this is. Your wife. Yeah. She she can get into it too. Uh, I 
I mean, that's very wishful. And uh, yeah, if she got into it, it'd make it a lot easier for me. Hobbies are more, always more fun when you have someone to do it with RJ. I agree, but I don't think Gundams are the ones that she wants to get into. Have you asked? I have not. So I, I suppose I should ask first. Yeah. Yeah, and then and then we can we can see. You know what they say about assuming. I exactly. Yeah, exactly. But I already I know that she, her the hobbies she wants to get into uh, involve a lot more uh, physical activity and being outside and uh, doing doing that, things that, of a nature physical nature. Doesn't seem conducive to Gundaming. Yeah, it's kind of the opposite of Gundaming, but uh, she's all about going outside and you could, like, being alive. Well, you got a garage, right? You could start like building a, a Gundam suit there. She can like an actual yeah, full size gun. And you could each build one for one another, and then you could go like fight people in the streets, like in parking lots. I think that's what I think that's what people are going to be doing a lot this summer. Lots, so, lots of parking lot brawls. Not, not even kidding. So yesterday I was in shop, what? shoppers. What? What? I'm not even kidding. You, so you, not even, <laughs> I, I, I witnessed a, uh, a dispute in the parking lot of Shoppers Drug Mart yesterday. There is no actual physical fighting, but it was it was close. So like I parked and I was a I was a couple stalls away. Like I don't ever park right near the building. I'm not a crazy person. Um, it's like I'll walk a little bit more parking. And I was like walking up and there was a guy getting out of his car and another car pulled up and it was, it's kind of a, I don't want to assume anything, but I feel like it was a lady and the way she was dressed, she was wearing like fuzzy sweatpants and like a tank top, which I mean, you know, I wear that too, but, uh, she was really wearing it if that makes sense. And, uh, she pulled up to this guy and she's like, she's like, fuck you, you fucking piece of shit. She's like, I'm trying to drive. I don't even know where I'm going. And you're a fucking piece of shit over there. And this guy looked at her and he was like, learn how to drive. And then he started walking away. And uh, she, she, she went on. She was just honking her horn, calling this guy a piece of shit for about three minutes. Hmm. Yeah. So it, it wasn't a full fight, but I think it's, this is what you're talking about. This is where it starts. And then the next thing is that it is full-scale Gundam fighting in parking lots. Hell yeah. So, <laughs> anyways. Um, so, Gundam 2 is a movie. Yep. Uh, and uh, this is the one that feels the most like Star Wars to me, in a mm-hmm. sense. Yeah. Uh, because it's they're on Earth. They're on the run. They're kind of like the rebels, in a sense. They're the underdogs. They're... They're just trying to get somewhere and every like every day something pops up that they have to deal with and they just keep getting bogged down by it and bogged down by it. Uh, I, I wrote a note here and it's the only note I have on this and it's I put solidarity Amaro. So mm-hmm. and I'm trying to think of it. I think there's a moment where he throws his fist up and I think it freeze frames for like 10 seconds or something like in solidarity with the other the other soldiers. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. Uh, this one is good. The only thing I don't like, there's one thing in here, which is a little bit of a trope, which kind of annoys me is, um, one of the other, uh, like pilots, Sela, she takes Amaro's Gundam for a bit. Cause she's the brother of Char or she's the sister of Char, but they're on opposite teams and she's trying to find him. So she takes his Gundam and she doesn't really know how to use it. And then it's kind of like one of those things where it's like, he's, the main guy, Amaro, gets sidelined and he has to watch his Gundam out there fighting and he can't do it. Um, and it's getting blown to shit because she doesn't know how to do it. And uh, I found that a little bit like I, I get why they do that. But at the same time, I was like, oh, 
It's like, I don't want to watch this. <laughs> I feel helpless, Jarrett, just like Amaro does. Mm-hmm. I felt so helpless. Uh, but this one, so that that's just the first like 20 minutes or something. And then it moves past it. Um, this one also has, these have some amazing like uh, shots of people dying, which I really appreciate. Yeah. So, so this one has a great shot where it's like a lady. It's like, you know how like those war helicopters have like the openings like right in the sides and yep. you're not like, you just kind of have to hold on. It's like a lady in one of those and it gets hit by something and her body just gets thrown out of like the plane and she's dead. And you go, okay. <laughs> like yeah. it's, it's really cinematic too. Like they, they really like, they make it worthwhile for you to watch this lady get just ejected from a vehicle basically and then die. And you're like, Oh, cool. <laughs> uh, another guy's suicide bombs out of a window. He's like, I'll take the Gundam down and he jumps out. And then the Gundam catches it in like the Gundam's hand and he, the guy blows up and then Amaro's in the Gundam and he's like, Oh, mm-hmm. he's dead. <laughs> I forgot about that. There, there's a lot. That's what I mean. There's, there's lots of grisly scenes of people dying which I I appreciate quite a bit. Um, and there's there's a couple in the third one too, where the third one has a lot of uh, uh, ground troops and people just getting shot. And it's like they're in their space shoots and you just see like the bullets enter and then they're dead. And you're just like, oh, people are just dying now? That's cool. Like just getting murdered like by war. And you're like, yeah, I guess yeah. that is what happens. Uh, so number two, um, it's very Star Wars-y where they're on the run a lot. And then... Uh, it kind of ends with them uh, shooting into space to to flee, basically. And uh, this is the one where this this one gets into new types and what uh, there what we the go. New types are. Yeah. yeah. So it wasn't brought up in the first one, but in this one, it's uh, they go all over it and new type theory and what they are and stuff like that. So it's all building it up for Mobile Suit Gundam Three. Do you require Do you require a subscription to New Type Magazine now? Uh, I think I'm good. If you have one, I'll just I'll, I'll read your copies. I, 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 I do not, but see, I, I there's a magazine called New Type Forever and Ever, and I had no idea what it was in reference to. Gundams. I know, and uh, I learned that finally one day. I went, oh, you go Gundams. Interesting. Um, yeah, no, I'm good. Um, but yeah, so they they blast off, and then uh, Mobile Suit Three Encounters in Space is more. It's more of the same, pretty much. Like uh, White Base is on the run again. Zeons are close behind. Um, but this one's really into uh, uh, new type, and you get introduced to a couple other new types, and then there's kind of a build up between Amaro and Char, and like uh, Layla which is like the new type that bonds them. She can like communicate to everyone. So it's getting, it's getting more complex. Sure. More things are kind of popping up. I don't, I don't know about complex. I don't know of how many things I can hold in my mind at once. Complex. This one also has some, uh, not, uh, not like neon Genesis level stuff, but it, it, it's starting to dip into time as a concept kind of mm. thing where they're like, time is empty. And then it's just like people floating around in flowers and stuff like that. So it's getting into the psychedelics <laughs> it, a little it get, bit. It's starting to get into some anime. It's getting into some anime business. You know it. Uh, contemplation. It contemplation. It's it's things like that, yeah. Uh, but th- three, is, three is also very good. It's uh, just kind of wrap like kind of wrapping up the it doesn't fully wrap up but it it concludes this chapter of the book so you you get some good space battles you get some people dying in ways that are 
again, unique and interesting. A lot of Gundams in space kind of thing, which is cool. Uh, one of the, Some of the things I really like about it is I love how they travel in the space stations. It's like little bars, like T-bars kind of, that like move them through the sp- station because it's anti-gravity. And then when, they're, when they want to get off, they just let go and then they float the rest of the way. I think that is super cool. Uh, or there's some of the th- scenes where it's like some of the mobile suits have just like tow ropes and it's just like like 20 soldiers just holding on to the rope because it's going to go drop them off somewhere. I, I like that. It's neat. It's neat, Jared. Yeah. It's neat. Mobile suits are neat. Jared. It's a pretty good show. So anyways, those are the Gundams. Do, uh, did you have a did, did, did you have a favorite of the three? Uh no, I don't think so. Like it was kind of um I I, I actually I think maybe one Number one is good. It doesn't waste any time. It just gets right into the shit. Yeah. Right into the shit. Uh, they, it's hard to separate them, but uh, no, I think all three are good. Like, I don't have a... I wouldn't say I have a down spot in anything. The, o- the only part that was a bit of a dip for me was when uh, the girl's out of her element and the main character gets sidelined, but whatever. It doesn't bother me that much. Yeah, in my mind, I... I... I imagine there's like some segments where they, they spend a lot of time on an island, <laughs> which, uh, which is like uh, I think about later on, like or I think back, I'm like oh yeah, Neon Genesis, they have an island episode too. All, all like cartoons had island episodes, and I always mm. and I always dislike those. Like, uh, what about DBZ? Like, there's a whole they're on an island. They're Master on an Roshi's island. Yeah. on an island for like yeah. a whole year or two, and, and it sucks. Forever, he's on that island. But then you don't see him for a while after. He's a pervert. After a little bit. Well, I mean, that's... that's uh, who, who are we to say? It's part of his culture, he, man. Which culture is that? Being a pervert? Old man... The, uh, old man, Kame House. Old man anime pervert? Kame House, you know? Yeah. Kame, Kame. Oh. Um, yeah, uh, so, so you watched that, huh? Well, yep. I watched Star Trek Insurrection finally. Ooh, and how'd you feel about that? Yeah, that movie is it's like it's so ill conceived. It's not great. No, it's not. It's but it's got like oh, underwater data and mm-hmm. flotation device data. Yes, it does. At times he kind of resembles Mike uh, or Michael Myers from Halloween and his movements and his slick back hair and that like that makeup. He he actually does a little bit where he's just kind of standing stoically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and of course, That's... like it's got now. <laughs> what 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 great sci-fi movie doesn't have a no? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Um, it's got Picard macking on a lady. Yeah, he he gets down sex style. Uh, it's alluded to. Well, I feel where, like you, where she you asks. Have you ever experienced a perfect moment in time? What is a perfect moment in time, Jarrett? I mean, this, listen to this exchange. Have you ever experienced a perfect moment in time? A perfect moment when time seemed to stop and you could almost live in that moment. Seeing my home planet from space for the first time. Yes, exactly. Nothing more complicated than perception. Um... I feel like the people that write stuff like that, it's like, you know, uh, Hell or High Watered, Jarrett? Yeah. Somewhat similar, right? Mm-hmm. 
writerly. Very writerly. But what does it mean? What does it mean? But what does it mean, Jared? Is what I want to know. So wait, so do you like... Uh, I mean, Insurrection does have the cool um, plastic surgery people. It does. But, but they don't it's, really it's also, do it's got, yeah, It's got yet another crummy Starfleet admiral. There, if you see one, you can assume they're just bad. Yeah. They're, they're or, never or they're going to blow up. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's one or the other. They're, they're, they're your villain or no in between. they're going to blow up mm. or just, what? and just dickholes. Yeah. They do suck, which is a weird thing that they put that in there. Yeah. That, yeah. Up. It's a, uh, you know what? It's a very smooth watch. It's like an hour and 40 minutes. It's, it's got to be the shortest Star Trek movie ever, right? Uh, how long is it? Hour 40, you yeah. said? Yeah, that's not It's not great. And you also get Deanna Troy shaving Will Riker. It, that's a weird scene, eh? And I feel like because he directed this movie, I think he was the one who probably put that in there. He really uh, forced the matter. Frakes was like, I, we need a scene where I'm in a tub getting shaved. Yeah, yeah. He's very uh, Orson Welles like. I'm just gonna oh, keep. Yes. I, I gotta keep like communicating that because I don't think people believe me. And then I started like, casting like, what would a next generation movie from like 1968 look like? Perhaps Orson Welles as Riker, uh, maybe Yul Brenner as Captain Picard. Ooh, Yul Brenner wouldn't be bad. Mm-hmm. Who would be Worf? Uh, Jim Brown. Downtown Jimmy Brown. Yeah. Ooh, I like that. I like that. All right. Yeah. Uh, data. D- the data. I don't know who yeah. the data would be. Someone robotic. But like yes. 1960s robotic. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, how, how about uh? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm trying to think outside the box a little bit here. Mm-hmm. How about uh? We we'll get Donald Pleasance. Ooh. It could work. Uh, who's who's our Jordy? Jordy? Who's who falls down holes the best in 1967? We'll say because we'll say like they did a follow up immediately after the sh- mm-hmm. uh, the original series ended. 1967, you say? Hey, yeah. what about a young Bill Cosby? <sighs> Smooth as an android's bottom, RJ. Smooth as an android's bottom. Hey, he's innocent apparently so well, he could have been in he, he's back to being innocent that's what the that's what the court well, tells us overturned conviction that, i mean you could always say like whatever you, whatever thing you've done hey that conviction was overturned you can't say that those th- you can't say those things about me anymore i i apologize i take it back immediately so i don't know uh yeah i, I don't know how legal stuff works so. yeah me, me neither you know people uh so yeah Okay, well, that's interesting. Yeah. Any other takeaways from that? From Insurrection? Um, that's probably the last time I'll ever have to watch it. And now, now I have to watch Nemesis, the, which I i don't know if I've actually seen it from start to finish. So I think you you got to wait until I, I can't watch it until I'm done Voyager. Damn it. I believe. Because it does have Borgy stuff in there. Mm. I believe. Borgy mm. and Romulan stuff, right? Damn it. And well, well, how far away? How how many episodes of Voyager did you watch? Uh, I until yesterday none, and then last night I watched like five or six. So, <laughs> well, I mean, you got to remember. Lucky us! Hey, just uh, just want to crunch some numbers here, RJ. Uh, 
Um, since May to, to the end of June, our uh, listenership increased by 25%. What do, you, what do you think caused that? Is it because I'm not talking about Star Trek? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm also not talking about Star Trek, though. So maybe maybe, uh, maybe it wasn't... Maybe it wasn't Star Voyager Trek specific Star Trek. Maybe it was yeah. Maybe DS Nine was just like see deep into season seven. It was horrible, and it wasn't just because you were talking about it, but because I was also talking about it. Well, it went from being like five minutes of conversation to fifty minutes mm-hmm. or so. Yeah, I really stretched out, especially like so. Like now that Voyager, I can rip through this shit because I don't care about it as much anymore. But uh, yeah, when we were talking about DS Nine, it uh, it did take. Took some time. We had a lot to talk about. We did. We, we had a lot to talk about, Jared. What do we have to talk about this week, though, with uh, our friends in the Delta Quadrant? Will they ever make it home? Do you? It's okay. You want you want to hear about Voyager a little bit? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll give I'll give you a few episodes. I I won't overdo it. Five oh five. What the fuck? Elementals? Question mark two out of four stars okay this is once upon a time and the first 10 minutes of this episode really had me like what the fuck is going on so you're introduced to these aliens and they're elementals there's a water one there's a wood one there's a fire one and i was like i was like what is happening are are they played by like people or are they like oh that's horrid yeah and they're in like they're in like skin suits with color and flair depending on what their element is and I was just like, are these new, like, aliens? What is this? Do you remember, like, in the Ninja Turtles cartoon where they introduced the neutrinos? Yes, I do remember the neutrinos. Yeah. This is this sounds this like is that. similar. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Until you find out that it is a hollow novel uh, because of the one child resident on Voyager who becomes a – she's been in a few episodes now. Her name is Naomi. And uh, what happened was uh, – lady got pregnant just before voyager got lost and so she she was born i don't know a season or two ago or actually a couple more than that because she's supposed to be like five or six now uh but she, I, she just pulled up an image of the neutrinos i I, oh. I remember the neutrinos how vividly do you remember them though uh didn't they have like kind of like a swirly ear kind of thing yeah but one sec here you'll see yeah. i'm derailing this we're extending voyager to talk about this but about I, neutrinos yeah okay oh yes yeah that's pretty much how i remember them yeah i sporky I, hair sunglasses they're so cool they were cool they were cool trinos look at the oh my god <laughs> it's so stupid i mean i i think they're kind of cool no like look at them in proportion to the turtles <laughs> they're so strange looking I I like them. They're like weird. Uh, like they're 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 troll dolls. Neutrinos? Yeah, they could be mass produced easily. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. And that's what it's all about, Jared. That's what it's all about. Okay, so keep it's telling me. Tell me about elementals. Uh elemental. Uh, so anyways, it's just one of the hollow novels. But there's there's only one kid who lives on Voyager. Neelix is uh, the godfather to this kid, and uh, the girl she's. I don't know. This episode is just about her being a kid on Voyager and going through these hollow novels. But I was really thrown off by it because you just see these these characters for a while and you're like, what is going on? You're like, what is this? Uh, you would absolutely hate this episode just because it's mm-hmm. it's a kid and it's Neelix. And that's the whole thing. 
it's not outright bad, but uh, it's not great either. So that's a low two jerk. Uh, 506, will they ever get home? Two out of four stars. So this is Timeless, which uh, apparently is a uh, a well-liked episode, but uh, I, I wasn't too hot on it because this is the Harry Kim show. And uh, Harry Kim and Janeway fuck up real bad in this one. So it's like, again, it's like there there's an anomaly. Maybe we can exploit it to make our journey home a little bit faster. And they want to do the slipstream like warp thing. And it's like, if we do this, we can be home in like two months. So uh, Harry Kim's like, I can do it. I know math. And they're like, do you? And he's like, yeah, of course I do. I know how to do math. And they're like, all right, we'll trust you. Uh, but what happens is everyone dies except for Harry Kim and uh, Chakotay. Uh-oh. But they but they made it home, Chakotay and Harry Kim. So they're back in the Alpha Quadrant. And their their whole thing is they spend like 20 years trying to reset this and go back so that they never did it. Uh, and so they're trying to play with time control stuff and it's fine, whatever. Uh, the big, I think the big thing here, and I, I would say the only reason that I think people would be hot on this episode is you do get an appearance from a TNG alumni, Jared, oh. Mr. Jordy LaForge. <gasps> He's a captain of his own ship. He's encountering Harry Kim and he says, listen, buddy, I know you're trying to go back in time. It sucks. Don't do it though. <laughs> He's like, or else I'll blow you up. And Harry Kim's like, I'm Harry Kim. I'll do it. And then he, he does it. And then they go back. And then nothing of consequence happened. What? It goes back. It resets. And then the the episode never mattered. I see. Maybe there'll be... So ram- do you think there'll be ramifications for this, like, later nope. on? Curious. Nothing happened. They went back before they go into the slipstream. And the only thing the only thing that slip happens stream. is the slipstream is older Harry Kim sends younger Harry Kim a message and he's like, listen, we tried and we killed everyone. And then young Harry Kim's like, oh shit, maybe I won't try anymore. But I mean that's it's it's never come up again in the next like couple episodes, so I don't know. I didn't think Timeless was all that hot, but on IMDb, it's got an 8.8, which is pretty fucking high. Too high for me, I think. Huh. Maybe it's because it's just got Jordy action. I think I think that's all it is. So, too bad for them. Uh, 507, Borg Body Swaps, one out of four stars. Oof. So, uh, in this episode, it is, again... Uh, the collective versus individualism and uh, seven of nine is uh, she's different personalities that have been become part of the collective are emerging in her. So for a minute, she's a Klingon and then for a minute, she's a little kid. And it's it's like, remember that episode masks of uh, TNG where data has like plays a bunch of different characters throughout the whole episode. Oh yeah. That, that crap. That's what it was like to me. And I was like, I am not interested in this. Not even at all. So like season seven TNG vibes here. Yeah. That's, that's not good. Yeah. Well, and this, this one too, it has a cool alien. Like there was an alien enemy that created this thing to kill Borg. And like that thing is cool. But the rest of the episode, I don't want, I don't, even if it's seven of nine, who's like one of the more interesting characters, I don't want to see her hamming it up as different people for 40 minutes. Like I don't care. We want to showcase Jerry Ryan's range. 
I mean, that's fine, but no. No. Uh, here, I'll hit you with another one, Jared. Uh, 508 Space Slug Cardassians. Three out of four stars. Ooh. So this is nothing human. And this is uh, the Doctor versus Ethics. <gasps> so who, uh, who, who dares wins? Well, in in science, Jarrett, no one wins. So we have a, there's a space slug and it uh, latches to Bolana and uh, they can't remove it without killing her. So the doctor goes into his database and is like, we need an expert on this kind of alien. Uh, and they bring up a new holographic doctor and it is a Cardassian doctor, Jarrett. And then uh, a bunch of people on the ship freak out because half of them were Maki and there's a Bajoran guy who's like, this guy can't exist. Is it, do, do you feel like this is the first time that the half the crew being Marquis has been brought up forever? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, because I think a season ago they got when they did get a message from home, it was the they got that message that that the Mac, the Maquis were destroyed and or there there's none left, and Cardassia is not the issue anymore. And so all the Maquis people on the ship were like, oh. So we have nothing now, and they're like, "Yep." And I mean, it's not even brought up that they're Maquis. I'm just, I'm filling, I'm connecting the dots here because he's a Bajoran guy and he hates Cardassians. So that makes sense. Yeah. So he wants the program deleted, but the doctor's like, "But we can use him because it's the only way we'll save Valana." Uh, so there's a big thing about. Um, is it ethical to use this guy? Because he was like a, uh, he was basically like a. Uh, like a Nazi doctor who killed a bunch of people, but then like made scientific discoveries. So they're kind of like, well, they're like, he, he discovered stuff, but the way he obtained his research wasn't ethical. So should we use it or not? And so they bring this guy out and then he tortures the, like the little, the creatures and stuff like that. And uh, the doctor is like, Ooh, I don't like this. And the Cardassian guy's like, do you like it or do you want it to work? Kind of thing. Uh, it's, it's a good episode though. I actually liked it. I thought it was good. Because it's uh, that's what I, I like seeing the doctor have uh, moral quandaries. You're just like, hmm, good stuff. Good stuff. Good Jared. stuff. Do you want to hear any more, or should we? How, how many more you got? Uh, I got, I got three more, but I don't have to talk about them. We've been ta- we've been going for two hours almost. All right. Well, so we could save them. We could save them. We could save. Or wait, them wait, wait. I'll give you one more because this will be fast. Okay. Five oh nine. Tom Paris sucks on Waterworld. One out of four stars. <laughs> Tom Paris, I I have to tell you, Tom Paris has he is now he is he is the lowest Star Trek character I have out of all the seasons. Did I? He I think, sucks. I think I said that before. You, you did. You yeah, did. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you're like you are not gonna like Tom Paris, and I was like, uh, I was like, well, I didn't like Bashir for the longest time, but near the end, he kind of grew. Like. He became so, tolerable. So that's like one of the things with Babylon Five is that there is a, like, there's like a pseudo Tom Paris, but not it's not even the equivalent. You can't even compare them. But this guy was like obviously dropped in for uh for, for what people would say is sex appeal for ladies, but it's like it's like men picking yeah. guys that are like, well, I think women would find him very attractive, and it's like, did anyone check with a woman when they did this? Uh, and like, or, or this is the type of uh, woman that w- some or type of man someone would find attractive, but they're also the type of women that d- would never ever watch Babylon Five. So who gives a shit? And yeah. this guy just shows up, and he plays a character. Uh, he's kind of like a pseudo Jedi, 
and he's just there. And he's so out of place. He doesn't feel he doesn't fit with the rest of the show uh, at all. But that's what it, no one, but that's yeah. what it is. But yeah, there, and then there there's no there's no one like a Tom Paris though, other than Tom Paris. Well, I mean, like I know why they introduce characters like this, but like I, I've said before, he's not likable at all. Like he's just an asshole, and you're just like, why? You're like. Why do they keep trying to make this guy happen? They should have written him out like cats, like explosion of light into space because he sucks. Couldn't they like grow him as a character so he's less unlikable? But he always does like shitty things where he, he, every time he's put into like a dilemma, he always does something you're like, oh, that's a really shitty thing to do. And uh, it like, it's not like it works out conveniently afterwards. Like that happens with Janeway a lot where like she makes the wrong decision and then it just somehow works out later. Uh, Tom Paris just always does the thing where it's just like, Oh, nobody would make that call. That's a bad call. Tom Paris. So this one it's, it, he gets demoted to Ensign and uh, it's cause they're like, they go to a water planet and uh, the planet's like, we don't want your help. And Tom Paris is like, I'm going to help you anyways. And they're like, we don't want your help. And he's like, I'm going to fucking do it anyways. So he takes a ship and he goes in and fucks around with shit and basically kills people. So they put him in the brig and they're just like, why'd you do that? And he's like, because it was right. And they're like, it wasn't right. And he's like, people died because of you. And he's like, well, he's like, I thought it was the right thing to do. Yeah, you win some, you lose some. That's pretty much how it, it ends, and you're just like, this guy sucks. So, anyways, that that's the last one I'll finish off on. But uh, Sweet. yeah, he he sucks. I I really don't like him. He's got no redeeming qualities at all. None. 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 Kill the son of a bitch. I wish, man. I do. They they got to get him out of here. He sucks. But oh well. So that's it for that's it. Star Trek. Nice. I like that. I like mm-hmm. that. I'm Keep glad it uh, I'm, I'm brief glad, as possible. I'm glad everyone else probably likes that too. Yep. So one thing I've uh, thought of the other day when I got this you know, newsletter from Criterion Channel saying, hey, here's our July 2021 lineup. And I'm like, okay. I've never clicked on this lineup thing ever before in my life. Let's Let's check it out. So I, I pulled it up and I was kind of skimming it. And I was like, huh, you know, as a Criterion podcast, uh, wouldn't it be crazy to like say, hey, here's movies that are on the channel that I would recommend? I mean, if you want. Well. I, I won't say no. All right, then. Hey, mm-hmm. you ever seen Belladonna of Sadness? Oh, the anime porno. Yep. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's anime and it's also porn. It's uh it's dark and sexy and kind of odd, but I think people should watch it cuz it's on the Criterion channel and you're paying for it already, so you might as well get something for your money. Good point. Good point. I think excellent point. Excellent. Uh we got some we do have some anime. We got Millennium Actress, Paprika, Ooh. Ooh. uh Mind Game, which I I've never actually seen what I have. Uh, there's that Marion Max stop motion looking thing. It's like black it's one and of my white. Favorites. Yeah. Have you ever seen, you've never seen Marion Max, I'm assuming. No. It's oh, one... Marion Max? Yeah. No, Andrea really likes it though. Yeah. That was a Netflix or show, maybe? Nope. It, it, was, nope. Probably, it was probably on Netflix. Though. It was on Netflix, yeah. yeah. And Andrea saw it. She liked it yep. a lot. Yeah. It's 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 such a beautiful day. Actually, actually I have seen Marion Max. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen Mary and Max. That's a good show. 
it's a good, pretty good show. And then there's a, some neo noirs. You know about neo noirs? No, but I know it's such a beautiful day is very uh, highly regarded. Yeah, some Don Hertzfeld. Yeah. Uh, but there's some really good neo noirs on the channel. Cotton comes to Harlem, across 110th Street, The Long Goodbye, Chinatown. Oh, baby. Yeah. Uh, blah blah blah. Long Goodbye. Eyes of Laura Mars is decent. Um, the Onion Field has one of the greatest scenes involving a defense attorney in cinema history. True story, too. True story, yeah. too. And if you've got problems with Ted Danson, this movie will help out with that. Mm. Um, you know, there's you got Thief. Uh, Cutter's Way, I think, is pretty cool. Uh, Blood Simple. I think it's always on there, probably. But I it, it came off for a little bit, actually. Well, apparently it's back. Maybe, hopefully, in your area. Uh, the last seduction is actually a pretty good, pretty good one. It's got a. It's about. It's a told from the femme fatale's perspective, kind of. Like from the vampire's perspective. Yes. Okay. Ex- ex- just like that. Interesting. Yeah. That's some, and uh, apparently being there is going to premiere Ooh. on the channel. Ooh, is that inducive of anything? Mm. No, being there is already in the collection, isn't it? Being there is already there. Being there and in that there collection there, bud. Be in there. Yeah, you ever seen that Chauncey guy? He's a funny cat. Chauncey Gardner. Yeah, you know Chauncey. I'm not Chauncey Gardner. Yeah, he's not bad. He's, he's a, good, a fun guy. He's a good shit. We don't bust his balls too much. Nah. <sighs> Anyways, so yeah. Interesting. There's Interesting. some there's some picks for you guys. I mean, that sounds good to me. Good good movies. I'm on board with that. Check, if you're on board with that, check check them out. Check them out. You got any other news, RJ? You, uh, yeah. I saw in Letterbox there was a, you know, where it's like popular reviews with friends. I see one on here. It says a moderator, a moderator has removed this review. That's the first time I've ever seen that. Huh. So interesting. I don't know what they said. Uh, hey, Donald Rumsfeld's dead. Is that good? Yeah, that's it's fine. He's, okay. Yeah. I mean, I have I, I know that guy's name, but no, like. Anyways, yeah, but I don't like know him. Oof. You know, maybe a family member of his uh, is listening. They'll be they'll be very sad that I don't know him. <laughs> yeah, and that I don't give a shit. <laughs> I mean, I think I've made it very clear that when people die, I rarely care. Mm-hmm. Well, James Gandolfini, that one kind of stung a little bit, but yeah, that's for personal reasons. And that was before you were even a big Sopranos fan. I was. I just thought he was a cool dude. Now you're retroactively even more heartbroken. Well, I mean, I, I watched Sopranos. Uh, I, I watched it before he had died. The first run. Oh, okay, right. Last right. year was my second run through. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. I was confused. Maybe. Love that shit. Love that guy. Did you see that preview for the movie they made with his son? No. It's uh. Ven- Venom two. Yeah. Yep. Venom two. Cool. Yeah, Sopranos prequel, Venom 2. I can't wait. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. He's got that haircut. Oof, that hair. It's, it's, the, it's the symbiote. Symbiote. Venom. Venom. All right, well, fuck it. Who? We got a movie to discuss. Oh, yeah. After the break. Yeah. Open for summer. Oh. 
and white knights. Hmm. Le note Bianchi. Grab your talents. Criterion Creeps podcast, and tonight we're talking about La Notte Bianchi, a.k.a. White Nights from 1957, directed by Lucino Visconti. 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 No tagline, RJ, but we got no? a synopsis. Hmm. A lonely city transplant and a sheltered girl haunted by a lover's promise meet by chance on a canal bridge and begin a tentative romance that quickly entangles them in a web of longing and self-delusion. Tentative, you say? Mm-hmm. Strange word placement. Tentative. Tentative. It's like, we, uh, uh, almost, uh, no, not quite. It's, it's a soft yes. Yeah. Is um, yeah. Well, probably. Uh, but we're not we'll going yeah, to really seal that deal. I non, mean, we we non, might non-committal, non-committal. Yeah. That's another way to put it. Mm-hmm. Um, so hey, RJ, we got Dostoevsky yeah. in the house. Oh, one of my favorite uh, favorite playwrights. <laughs> I'm always I'm always talking about Fyodor. I'm like Fyodor, what up, brah? Yeah, you know, crime and punishment. You know that shit. That's him, right? Uh, yeah, you wrote you wrote a few things. Well, I. I I mean, the, I, he's got that the idiot. He's got mm-hmm. uh, br- uh, brothers uh, Karamazov. I've read that one. Yeah, you never read the idiot. No, but I read brothers Karamazov. No, how, how was that? I don't of, remember. Well, I, I know I, I've I, read it, but I don't I remember. I do know that uh, there's a film adaptation of it that is in uh, George Romero's top ten movies of all time. Yeah, but he's dead though. And King of the Dead. Oh, I suppose. Yeah, that's right. Suppose. That's right. Uh, so how many Dostoyevskis uh, do you have uh, kicking around all the time? Oh. You always got one in the background, right? Oh, yeah, always on the back burner. Yeah. You know, I, I like to really savor the page. Like, I, I read oh, one yeah. read one at a time. Yeah. And, and, Which is and I, I just I devour it. <laughs> well, you're, you're usually reading one and audio booking another one at the same time, right? <laughs> Double fist in Dost. Yeah. What else are you going to do? Like, really? Really, Jared? What else are you going to do? <sighs> you know, live my life. Okay. How would Dost live his? So, uh, so this is based on a short story. From eighteen uh-huh. from eighteen forty eight, uh, okay. 
of the, the same title. Mm-hmm. Um, it is, let's see here, it's a synopsis of it. Uh, White Knights is told in the first person by a nameless narrator. Their narrator is a young woman living in St. Petersburg who suffers from loneliness. Um, did, I say, did I say young man or young woman? I think you said young narrator. The, the narrator is a young man living in St. Okay. Petersburg who suffers from loneliness. He gets to know and falls in love with a young woman, but the love remains unrequited as the woman misses her lover with whom she is finally reunited. Is that what happens in this movie? I mean, I'm, I'm sure that the short story is uh, more succinct than this film. Um, oh. So anyway. So yeah, uh, I didn't know anything about this White Knights. This is our second Visconti movie. Visconti. Mm-hmm. Well, at least this one, the actors are the appropriate ages, I think, for the most part. Well, what from the from the Leopard? Oh, uh, what movie was I thinking of with the Italian kid? That's guys Fellini. Up. Los Fellinis. I Vitiglioni. Ah, Vitiglioni Visconti. Same thing. Mm-hmm. The leopard. Yeah, I remember this guy now. <laughs> the leopard. Legal leopard. You know that one? Yeah, with Burt Lancaster, isn't yeah. it? As uh, dubbed into Italian. Yeah, I mean, well, how else are you gonna do it? How else are you gonna show him? You know what that's, I mean? That's movie magic. Movie. Uh magic. so I mean, I didn't. Yeah, again, I didn't know much about this. Uh, I did, of course, see that. Uh, oh, Marcello Mastroianni is in it. Um, who's like uh, uh, the man about town of Italian cinema. Uh, But did you also know though, RJ, did you know that like, so uh, Natalia, the the, the female protagonist of this. Maria Schell. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's Superman's mom from Richard Donner, Superman. Yeah, I know. But her lover, uh, did you recognize him? uh, Superman's dad. Jean Marais. That's, that's uh, the beast. But after he Which turns beast? the the beast from Beauty and the Beast, How, I no, I didn't recognize that. How was I supposed to know? It's he's a pretty like distinct looking man. I feel like he's not in this movie very much, though. No, I mean he's not supposed to be, but he is. The, there's like a big segment of this movie where he's uh, farting I, I, about. I know him more from uh, Elenia and her men, or Elena and her men, the Jean Renoir film. Jared, you remember mm-hmm. that one? Yeah, yeah, that's where I know him most. Yeah, one of my favorites of his. Yeah, great performance. Great, great reward. Performance. Wow, you you sound like a you write at home online. Incre- incredible storytelling. You should. Yeah, you sound like a guy on Criterion Reddit. Just terrific. You, you just I you know because if you said you you could say that about every movie. I, the pacing is outstanding. Yep. Yeah, the uh, it's so inspirational. Uh, think of all the movies that it inspired. Think, man, just think about like, man, dude, you're talking about chasing Amy. Like, wow. Do you know about art, Jarrett? Wow, the you Irishman. You're talking about the Irishman now. Well, have you seen that cover? It's just hands. <laughs> yeah, you ever seen hands, Jarrett? Man hands. Man hands. Old, wrinkly, man hands. But no, I did not realize that it was that guy. Okay. Yes. Mom. Since you're asking, I did not know. I do now. Now you do. If that, if that counts for anything. It doesn't. It means absolutely nothing. Okay. Uh, yeah, so I don't know. Uh, it opens up with uh, Mario. Uh, yeah, Mario, 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 Mario arrives 
uh-huh. in, in town. Um, it's a set. It is not. Yeah. It's not a real city square. Um, you'll notice immediately this is a very nicely shot movie. It's very well photographed. Um, Mario is like looking around for friendship. Mm-hmm. He, he, like he's doing, unless I mean more more. I don't know. He's talking to that dog quite a bit. And then the dog, uh, the dog's yeah. dog. And I, I wish that dog would have hung around a little bit more. And we've got a little bit of that Umberto D action that we all yeah. Crave. It was sad to see him go. Some Wendy and Lucy times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but no, no, we're going to get that movie. No, mm-hmm. um, he's he's kind of uh, you know nosing around, hanging outside the bar. The dog or the man? The man. The dog's yeah, gone. He, the dog leaves for a while. Yeah, he comes back later eventually. Yeah, w- way later. Way later. But, yes, um, yes. but he comes across the scene of a uh, of a, a pretty blonde girl being harassed by some uh, lecherous, horny Italian men on a bike. <laughs> what were they? Like, uh, there's room for you in be- right in the middle, baby. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. we and we go. Oh, interesting. <laughs> well, it's it's a lot of hey. Why don't you get on the bike? No, no, I'm good. Hey, get on the bike. And then you go. Uh oh. And then Mario What's goes. Going on here? Hey, leave her alone. He says, Hey, leave her alone. You a creep. <laughs> Give her some space. Can't you tell she's with me? Yeah, he does. Uh, yeah, she's she's with me, and then and then uh, that's not true, but it kind of works. And he starts, you know, he starts like chatting her up, and she's mm-hmm. trying to be like, you know, nice. And yep. she's a little off though. She's and, and she, there's like a element of, um, flirtation, but then she kind of retracts that. Um, there's some fibbing. Some spinning of lies to get out of something that she doesn't actually want to do, which is hang out with this guy some more. Yes. And she's like, yeah, well, I'm going to turn in here. I'll see you. I'll see you later. And he's like, okay, I'll walk you to the door. Bye. And then he leaves. And he's like, ah, yeah, I still got it. And then she leaves to go back mm-hmm. out into the streets because she's looking for someone, something. Somehow? Yep. Um, next, The next day... Uh, Mario is like getting ready. He's like, you know, shaving, brushing his teeth, you mm-hmm. know, just getting it fucking everywhere. Oh too. yeah. He's sloppy, getting... sloppy pool of, uh, of he's tooth, so... toothpaste, like slop. And, and he's like doing something where he's like brushing his chin a little bit. Like, well, you know, he's... well, it's cause it's running down his chin. Yeah, what's, like what's, what's that going to, so what, he... that's not going to stop it. He pulls it up a little bit with his toothbrush. He gets it all over his hands, and then he goes to his wardrobe and he pulls out his uh, his nice suit. He's getting toothpaste all over the fucking thing, all over it, Jared. <sighs> yep, all yep. over it. He sure does, sure does. So, but he's getting gussied up. He's a little bit. Yep. He's, he's going to go meet this girl again. He's going to show up where he left her, but uh, she's like, "Oh no, I don't want anything to do with this." I I I don't I don't want this guy bug, bugging me. Well, I mean, he imposes himself a little bit. A little bit. He's wearing a trench coat, you know. That tells yeah. you everything you need to know about a man. Do you have a trench coat? I do not. You don't. No. What would you do if you did? Well, I'd be out I'd be hanging out in underground 
car garages with a samurai sword. I'd be wearing a pair of jeans and sneakers, and mm-hmm. I would be fighting immortals. Are you saying that you're Blade? Well, no. I, well, I mean, I could be Blade, but I also could be Highlander. <laughs> I, you can be Highlander. I will be Blade. How's you, that sound? You, yeah, you can. You can be Blade. I would like to be Blade just, in this just, scenario. Just, just make sure you pay your taxes. Oh, Jarrett. Jarrett. Taxes. They're going to huh. they, they get some of us. Well, they got Wesley. They what? got Blade. Not Blade. They the, got Blade so they can get what, us. Why don't they bring back Blade? Why don't they bring back the real Blade? Which Blade? West they're Bethany. trying to bring Black. Well, he, well, he's trying to come back as Blade. But they're like, yeah, ah, we're going to go in a different direction. We're going with even though Mahershala Ali. people would shit their pants and like they they want Wesley Snipes Blade more than anything in this world. All I've been trying to say since we started this podcast was where can I get more Blade? Because I, that's hey, all I fucking care. I don't hey, care about Criterion movies. If, if, if fucking Disney Marvel wants my money, make make it happen, okay? We want we want Wesley Blade, even though he'll be old, he will he will not be able to do the same stunts. But that's what stuntmen are for. Something in for. I just need him there delivering the lines and doing what I want him to do. I don't need anything fancy. I just, as you said, just give me Blade. Just give me Wesley Snipes. That's all I need. That's all I need. So there's a little bit of like, oh, he comes in while she's trying to like avoid this guy and he overhears it. She feels bad about it. Now she goes like, well, I guess we'll hang out with him. Mm-hmm. And then they, she starts giving her whole life story about her family and making rugs and her blind mm-hmm. grandma and uh, attaching her to her apron so she couldn't get away. And have you ever done that? Nope. Can't say as I have. Have it's you? Not about, a bad move. Yeah. Move. Yeah. I clip myself to Andrea frequently so she can't get away. Oh, is that for your protection though? Uh. So, so, so you're not like going out buying Gundams. No, I mean it's more of an insurance policy. I see. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. That's what that's what this thing right here is, Jerry. Oh, it's part of the contract. Yeah, cl- clipping myself to her where she can't. Wow, get now that 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 audio clip might have come out weird. Interesting. So anyway, um, so we get a flashback. <laughs> uh huh. Of like, well, what? Why are you lying? And she's like, well, I'm waiting around for a guy. And we got we got uh, we get yeah. an extended 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 sequence of scenes of her hanging out with this Jean Marais guy mm-hmm. with old with old beast and um I don't know what do you what do you not know about it I, I don't know how I, I don't know how I feel about this movie at this point RJ I'm I, at this point this is like when I was like oh my god how many fucking of these movies am I going to be watching in this <laughs> criterion collection this the same fucking story I feel they more already, than I, you'd care for, I think. More than I could ever fucking care for. Um, yeah. I started having flashbacks to indiscretion of an American wife. Oh, uh, yeah. Just a little bit. Uh, this, 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 tr- These tropes. Mm-hmm. Um, there's dudes in trench coats, very suave. Like, dance hall scenes, and everyone's dancing. I, fu- like, I hate I hate it. I fucking hate it. I, I don't care. Like, fuck you, Europe. I thought you I, liked that. I, I hate it in Roger Corman movies. I don't fucking uh, like it in these uh, Italian, European, uh, highfalutin movies. They're boring. Ooh. 
so highfalutin. I get it. It's got energy, though, and people will talk about the editing. Someone will. I couldn't even find an essay for this movie. It's out of print. Good. Um, I, from the sounds of it, it's unavailable on old Criterion's page. I don't know if it's out of print, but it seems to be close to that. Um, so we already, like, I mean, when did you realize, oh, they're not going to get together? I'd say about, it was probably like 30 minutes in. Yeah. yeah like, I mean, because they haven't even really done anything yet. No. Because I was like, I, the first 10 minutes is just him walking around by himself. Yeah. Oh, so. hey, look, it's two attractive people. They they should definitely hang out. They have so much in common. It's like, no, they don't. I mean, like in, 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 in a, in a, in a but this like, oh, it's about the desperation of though of this. This guy puts yeah. all this effort. And he has nothing to show for it, which is like one of the descriptions of like in the synopsis, which is fucked. It's so stupid. I, yeah. Let me read this to you. Yeah, I'm so, interested now. So anyway, so they're going to or will they? Won't they? Is it going mm-hmm. to happen? But it's not like in that traditional way of like, oh, she doesn't know if he likes her and vice versa. And then they're like, all these other things are kind of working against them. And are they going to wind up together? It's like, no, it's very explicit. He likes her and she likes him. But at the same time, she can't get over this guy who's not that impressive in the first place. But, Ooh, fuck. but, but, you know, uh, as the kids like to say, uh, treat a mean, keep them keen. That's uh, excuse me. That's what the kids say. That's what the kids say. And I never said the kids were nice. The kids are bad. The kids are very bad. Okay. Um, that's what this plays out as. You're like, why does she bother with this fucking loser? But hey, sometimes love—it's a hell of a thing. Makes you do fucked up things. What have you done for love, Jarrett? Uh, <laughs> hmm. Give me an example of something that. <laughs> You 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 maybe wish you hadn't done now. Oh, RJ. It was that too personal? What's that? <laughs> Someone's gonna email it in next week. I'm yeah, sure they can. They can definitely email in next week. Okay. Uh, okay. We'll, we'll, we'll wait for you, Sam. Oh God, what is Sam gonna do now? Oh dear. What's oh, Rob? What, what's Rob Eagle gonna say when he finds out? Rob Eagle? I don't know, dude. I I don't know. He's got your address, man. So all I all I gotta say is watch out. Because I don't use my address for anything. I always give your address for stuff. Well, it's, well, it's someone else's address, too. Collateral damage, man. Yeah. They should, well, they should have known that before they well, before you were there. You well, know? If, if you have anything on hold at the comic book store, be careful. I If I do? Yeah. I don't read. I don't know how to read. That's true. So, anyway. Yes. It's, it's a whole lot of back and forth. Right? Uh, yeah, it goes back for a bit. On and on and on. Um, so here's the here's the plot from Wikipedia. Okay. Um, a lonely young man, Mario, meets a lonely young woman, Natalia. Mario mm-hmm. is lonely for social reasons. He is a stranger and a newcomer to town. Natalia is lonely because she has always lived in isolation, even in the heart of the city. Her loneliness is intensified because she is in love with a man who may not ever return to her, but who continues to occupy her heart to the exclusion of any other possible relationship. In turning the Dostoevsky story into a film, Visconti eliminated the first-person narration and made Natalia less of an innocent and, at times, something of a hysteric and a tease. 
This is the it's like this is the encyclopedic entry on the internet. Um, for his part, Mario rejects obvious offers of romantic attention from other women in the story, holding on to a fruitless obsession. Wow, like what the fuck? Who wrote this? <laughs> hey, he's a pretty good guy though. He could be against some side pieces here, but he's holding on for the one that's not even going to work out. So he's a good guy. He's a good he's- guy, RJ. He's got a lot of opportunity to Some, get in there and get stinky. He's yeah. a, wow. <laughs> Why is that not ha, what people ha, talk ha, about? Hashtag uh, st- uh, get, getting stinky. Well, you ain't never put no stank on it, Jarrett? My goodness, RJ. I, I, wow. This is You're stealing my gimmick here. You're stealing my thunder. I didn't think getting stinky or putting stank was uh, oh, that out of control. Well, I but mean, uh, you, you, I mean, for you, for me, uh, yes, is, is it bro. is it the is it the heat? Is it is it getting How to you? How hot is it? Is it getting is it getting to you? I, I can see the beads of sweat on your brow right now, reflecting. I mean, it's a little hot. I think yeah. the I think what we're trying to say is this movie really provoked <laughs> a reaction in us, a non-reaction. Right. Mario thanks yeah. the young woman for the moment of happiness she has brought him. However, he is left alone at the end of the film, befriending the same stray dog he met at the beginning. He is back at square one and has put more energy into pursuing the fantasy of an obsession rather than any prospect of real love. Like what? No. Why? Why is that? We're, we're, I, mean, we're, this I think is... that's assuming a little bit. So anyway, this this, this this I read. I'm like, wow, this is uh, some real uh, projection. <laughs> well, yeah, it's like thus given up forever. He became he lashed out violently for his incelibacy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, Jared? His involuntary <sighs> yeah. celibacy. Uh, did the ending have any impact on you? Uh, where it's like she's very like uh, she, she she like she she runs off. And he's like, well, that's it for me. I'm going to go die in the gutter. And she comes running back. And she's like, thank you so much for everything you ever did. But it could never be. I'm sorry. And then you're like, oh, man, that really hits. And then she leaves. And she goes hang out with uh, the Beast anyway, the Brock Lesnar. And Oh, is that who it was? Yep. Okay. And, uh, yeah, then fine. We get across the screen. Uh, so this movie is fine. like... This, between this and Crazed Fruit, uh, these these yes. movies about dudes and ladies and black and white foreign films, uh, it's it's really putting a, a real bum, bummer on me. I uh, I did this is not my thing, maybe no? because on old Letterbox, it seems like people really like this movie uh, for the most part. Like up, up, up until today, it seemed like this was like four star, four star, four star. And now I watched it, and now you've watched it. I see uh, Ollie G watched it. He dropped a two, two note on this. <laughs> yeah, he he's pretty hot with the two notes, you know. No, yep. so yeah, that's kind of like where I'm at with this movie. Okay, I don't know. Maybe it's these maybe it's these Russian writer types because you know, remember remember Gorky? Remember hey, Ma- remember Maxim? You that, better be real remember, fucking careful remember, what remember, you say about remember, Gork. Remember, remember those lower depths. Remember those. Um, th- yeah. I I remember, but I I just I I don't know. I, you you better be careful what you're saying about the Gore Man. I I, I didn't see nothing. I'm just saying I'm remembering okay. Gorky. I still got Mother over here. Okay, good, good, yeah. good. I just wanted to say um, the, the the memories of delicious treats from the the, the motherland. Um, 
Oh, speaking of which, yeah, just we're on the topic. I sent a care package to uh, our friend at the Gorksky Institute, and it was returned to sender. So if you're listening, send your address again, potentially. If you're listening, that is. Yeah. The, nobody listens to this podcast, Man, right? This is like this is what happens when we mail things to people; they just get returned. Send me a real address. I don't know. Yeah. Like, I, I I thought I did it right. Maybe not, but. What were you talking about? How much you loved this movie? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. This is the op- this is like so this movie is about friend zones, maybe. Ah, uh, yeah. yeah. Have you ever been in the friend zone, Jarrett? Ah, uh, probably. Yeah. In in my youthful days, it's it's yeah. not it's not the best place to be in. Uh, but you know, the worst place to be though is a guy on Reddit and uh, online, and 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 then one day, RJ, you're you're writing about ladder theory. And and oh. Ch- Chad's and Stacy's, and then um, you talk about how nice of a guy you are, and the next uh, you're being talked about by RJ on the podcast. Real good yeah, dude. You get a hashtag. Which which one is that? Uh, is that the regular incel one, or is that yeah. uh, an even bigger one? Isn't this? Is it how? I mean, I'm surprised this didn't get the incel fanfic label from you, RJ. Uh, maybe I neglected it. I can, I can, I can update that immediately. This, this seems to be like part of the origin story of like some like Steve Ditko esque figure. Uh, it's like this is how it played out, and this is what it was. <laughs> this is the story of a young man who wanted to get some but couldn't. And this is in cell yeah. fanfic. <laughs> this is this is my story. Anyway, directed by Dick Wolf. <laughs> Dick Wolf. Right. So anyway, yeah. Um, yeah. Tell this, me more. This is what people want. Talking about white knights. Is it? Uh, maybe. I don't know. What's a white knight, Jarrett? I don't know. It's like so, like because of the heat and brightness of their love, it it, it lit up the night. Yeah. Or I don't a, care for that. It's, or it's about white people. <laughs> I don't care for that either. No. No. And I and I don't care for this movie, RJ. Oh really? I thought you loved this thing by I the know. way you were talking. So what a swerve! You no. really swerved. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this movie. Uh, I don't know. There, not for you. Not for me. Not for me. It's my, fine, my dude. Uh, it's okay. You don't have to got, like them all. It's got a lot of screen presence. It's got good. It's got. It's got the actors. It's got mm-hmm. the. It's got that cinematography. Mm-hmm. Um, but this thing, boy, oh boy! Even at like what, 142 minutes. It drags so hard. I I actually tried to give this a second shot because the first time I watched it, I you felt tried to give it a second shot. Good yeah, for you. Yeah. So I because I was pretty like, what the fuck did I just do? <laughs> like, what was this yeah. movie? Like, was I just not in the right mood for this? So <clears throat> and if I feel that way, I'm like, well, I better watch it a second time and see if it like works a little bit better. That's fair. No, no, I uh, I didn't get through that second viewing really. I just was like, no, I feel the exact same way. This it, yeah. it, I don't. It isn't just me. It's just not for me. I mean, at least you tried, right? At least I tried. I mean, that's that's more than a lot of people can say. At least you tried. You know, trying is half half the battle. RJ, what did you think of White Knights? White Knights. Uh, so. I, I'm more or less in line with you. I think you. Uh, I don't think I disliked it as much as you did, but uh, the first like five minutes of this movie, when it was just uh, our boy walking around by himself, and it looked very pretty, and there was all these streets, and there's a really good S 
No, can you say that again? What was there a nice? There was a, a good ESO product. Oh placement. yeah, there's some big ESO. There's some pretty nice yeah. signage in this. There's good signage, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> good signage. I really like. I think the first five minutes of this movie are real good. Where you just walk around, you get ESO, yep. you get uh, streets and rivers, a dude's canoeing. ESO. I I, ESO? I I you support uh oil and gas, right? Uh, I think ESO's electric now. Hmm. Let's just say say it and hope it comes true. That's what uh, they say at Gonzo Gas. Ooh, Gonzo. That's a deep Creepsville uh, pull mm-hmm. for the listeners out there. You you guys look up Gonzo and see what happens. Yeah. Not that Gonzo. Mm-hmm. A different Gonzo. Uh, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah, a movie. Uh, I think <laughs> the, first five, <laughs> the first five minutes are real nice. Uh, like, it's got great, like, Lance or the fuck you call that? It's got great pictures. Compos- looks, composition? Looks pretty to your eyes, Jarrett. Yep. Um, it, it looks real nice, and I, I liked the prospect of a sad man walking around. Um, sounds amazing to me, right? Sounds great, but then you get introduced to the other characters. Uh, and, like, the lady, she's not a bad actress or anything like that. Uh, she, like, they're all, they all act well. It's, um, I don't care at all for this story no. because it's kind of just, like, and I get, like, I think a lot of people like it because it's, like, finger, quote, relatable, where it's like, yeah, a lot of people are put in that position. It's like, do I go with this person or that person? It's like, I, like, I guess that's fine. I've never really been in that because I've been with my wife for, like, 28 years. So I've never really done anything like that, Jared. But I know other people have, and that's fine. But in terms of this movie, I just I wasn't super interested in it because it's like he's kind of weird. He like pushes off those creepers, but he's like, hey, listen, baby, I won't <laughs> let those guys be weird. To you. I'm not going to let them out creep me. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, but I am walking you home. And she's like, no, I don't need to walk home. I'm walking you home. Okay. <laughs> sugar. Okay, sugar. He drops a, a Mel Gibson sugar tits on her. Yeah. But it, it's like that where you're just like, listen, baby, I won't let them do that to you. Only <laughs> I will do that yeah. to you. Yeah. And you go, okay, it's weird. Um, and then, then he exclaims, let's get stinky. <laughs> that's a quote verbatim, right? Yeah, that's from uh, RJ's screenplay. <laughs> that could mean a lot of things, though, Jarrett. That could just be be ordering Pizza Hut, getting mm-hmm. stinky for some mm-hmm. Pizza Hut. Oh, boy. Yeah, well, I would definitely want to be taking that call from you. <laughs> uh, pizza it's Hut, like... how can we take your order? I want to get stinky. <laughs> Isn't that isn't that the joke online, sir? This is a Wendy's. Yeah, but I mean, I still I think that holds. I would call Pizza Hut and ask for the stinky. You know what I mean? I've got different. I have different connotations for individuals named Stinky. Well, see, this is where we're having a dilemma, Jared, yeah. because I I I don't I don't put uh, sexual connotations to things. Not usually. Not usually. Not usually, but here we are. Well, I was talking about stinky in the literal sense. Mm. Sometimes people do get stinky. Uh, so, anyways, this movie it stinks. Um, yeah, it's not great. Like, uh, I, I don't, uh, I didn't see all this love for it until afterwards when, like, I vlogged it, and then I saw other people with like very high ratings, and I was like, hmm, maybe they saw something I didn't. Um, I think it looks nice. It's acted well. I don't really care for the story, especially just because. I don't know. It's kind of weird. Like they don't make um, 
like the the girl enters and then I, I felt like they didn't make her like super likable in a sense. Like she's appealing to him, but then also she's kind of like, but I'm doing this other stuff with these other guys. And then it's like, she's young and he's old. Like when they're at the yeah. dance club, he is an old fuck, isn't he? Yeah. But they go to that dance club and uh, he, he busts it out a little bit, but you can oh, tell he's yeah, just like, I don't want to fucking be here. It's kind of like, like, remember when, uh, Patrick Stewart starts doing the mambo in Star Trek Insurrection, and he goes, mmm, that's more like it. I do remember, and that is uncomfortable for everyone involved in that scene. <laughs> yep. Uh, but what else we got here? Um, the other dude, you don't see him, which is intentional, and, like, that's fine. So I, I don't so whatever but when so when it gets to the end of the movie and she goes with him and it's that nice little bridge scene holy fuck he was only like 33 in this movie he looks 58 he's so he's so gray looking i mean it's like this is a black and white movie he and of course really he, he looks gray because he that's always photographed uh it's that italian grayscale well it's fucking whatever i remember many you're smoking like a pack a day and everyone around you is smoking their packs and uh you've uh probably uh lived you just lived through a world war and uh the, the stress of that shit and uh yeah you come out looking like a bag of shit on the other side not just that smoking all the coffee all the womanizing like it, it really takes it out on you jer it really takes it out on you my, my man god um so yeah you uh th- that <laughs> other guy's not super appealing um but uh fuck I, oh yeah so this scene at the end it looks nice but i don't i didn't feel anything there where she's like i'm with him and he's just off in the corner crying i was like shut up my god so <laughs> grow up okay in okay in the movie like or sorry the actors uh there is they're two years apart in age if I had to guess without you have saying that, I would have guessed 15 years apart. <laughs> yeah, there's two years. Yeah, she, she, she was very so, young. So Maria Schell was very... born. Yeah, she was born. So she was, yeah, she's Austrian Swiss. Uh, so maybe uh, they're doing something differently over there. And uh, in Italy, though, mm-mm-mm. I don't know. Two years difference. That's, that's crazy. Because he looks, I don't know. He looks incredibly old. He's looking haggard. He's looking incredibly old, man. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I I didn't much care for it. I feel like, like I said, I think you disliked it a little bit more than I did. I just, I just think I, it's... I felt like it wasted my time. Yeah, and that's fair. <laughs> yeah, like, that's like that's the th- worst thing you could really do is make me feel like uh, I didn't get anything out of this, and this feels like work. This isn't mm-hmm. this isn't fun. Stop! Yeah. Stop making! Stop putting movies in your collection that make me feel like this is a slog, rather than like, oh, that's fun. Like, fuck! I know Star Trek Insurrection is like not a good movie, but I, I uh, was able to watch it, and it's very enjoyable. Did piece you of feel schlock. like you wasted your time? No. Good. Yeah. See, and that and that's what a movie's supposed to be. So by that think... by that measure, by the creeps measure, uh, Star Trek Insurrection better than White Knights. Yes, it is. I think the time. That's, I think the and moment that's, where and that's insane. That's insane. It is. It's not. It obviously isn't. But yeah. I, I, I mean, that's why I'm a, I'm a Star Trek Five fan. <laughs> I know. I think the moment in this movie though that like the the most really dropped me was when uh was when uh, the main lady's like I don't like you anymore and he's like okay 
And then he goes after that other lady, and she's like, you know, I see you walking around here all the time. He's like, why don't you walk with me, toots? And he just kind of, like, forces her around a little bit. And I was just like, what's happening here? Like, I know he was, like, acting out. But I was just like, this is strange. This is weird. This is weird, Jared. You ever acted out and just, like, elbowed some people? You know? Really taking it to them? Like in a crowd? Sure. Anonymously? Sure. You want to hear about who hates this movie? Suppose. Wait, do you want to hear about the loose remake of this movie? Um, do I <laughs> loosely? So there, there's a few scenes that carry over. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, I, so I tricked RJ into watching a bad movie, I guess, or or equally bad. I'm not sure. It's called Two Lovers, by yeah, Doc, by by director James Gray, and man, people really like this movie too. They do, and I feel like it's not. Warranted. It stars the it stars the Joker too. The Joker himself. This jo- is a Joker. This is, this is number. This is number two though. It's not. It's not Joker one. So actually, it's all, or, or is it all? Or is it the three Jokers? Jokers are a flat circle, Jarrett. So who's the okay? So there's three. The so there's three Jokers. Time. Who are they? Joaquin Heath and uh, Caesar Romano. Romero. Sounds good to me. Yeah, that's good, right? That's yeah. fair. Fuck you, Jack Nicholson. I mean, he's fine. But... Get out of here, Mark Hamill. Also fine, but uh, what are we going to say? Oh, yeah, two lovers. Okay, so there's some scenes that carry over. There's a very uncomfortable dance scene with Joaquin Phoenix where he's break dancing, and uh, I left the room when that was on. <laughs> I full on left because a- Andrew was watching with this me with this with me because she was nice and this scene was happening and I was like I'm leaving <laughs> I was like do you need anything from upstairs she's like no what are you getting and I was like nothing I'm just gonna leave for five I'm, minutes I'm, and I'm, come back I, said, I'm gonna go preserve my dignity yeah I was like I don't want to watch this I don't want to see him in this situation no thanks you don't think you could stand to see uh, Joaquin debase de- himself and... <laughs> I just I couldn't see them do it to my my guy I yeah, was like I just can't stand it's for this like you're like thinking about signs well, exactly. The pinnacle of of cinema, and then this. Mm-hmm. Just years later, Jared. Six years later was all. Glad you. Uh, so that scene carries over. In this movie, he is the the main person deciding between hip Gwyneth Paltrow, yeah. and then that, which not, is like gross. Like it, it is. She's she's a a vile human being. In case people weren't yes. paying attention, folks, she yeah. is she is a bad person. And she she's not likable in this either. But goop, yeah, oh, goop's so stupid. Uh... Water has feelings. Um, <laughs> hey, maybe it does, RJ. It doesn't. I can tell you with confidence, water doesn't have feelings. But it's, uh, but it knows more than we do. Go on. Well, it's between her and she's kind of crazy in this too, or uh, Vanessa Shaw, which is the the girl from Hocus Pocus. Oh boy, she's, she's just like a, a wholesome Jewish lady who's like, I want to take care of you and make you sandwiches. And uh, she's pretty, like, that sounds like a pretty good deal to me. Yeah, but he's like, well, I don't know. Gwyneth Paltrow's into the goop. Maybe I'll do that. And you're just like, oh man. And then uh, Casey Jones from Ninja Turtles shows up for a little uh, bit. Elias Gutierrez. Yes, and I if he was in this more, maybe it would have been better. But uh, yeah, it's Joaquin picking between the two of them. And uh, just scanning it, people are just like, yeah, man, it's so true. Like, look at this. It's going to haunt you, man. And it's like, I really did not like this. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix is like, this feels like Joker. It does. 
Like this feels like what happened before Joker happens. Like he's very, he's very awkward and uncomfortable. And like, I feel like what it is, is I think the biggest thing about this is they miscast him because I think he's, I think he's too good of an actor for this role where it seemed like there was like complexity to this character, but it's like, I don't think they're supposed to be. I think it's just supposed to be a guy. Just throw like, as Andrew said, just throw Mark Ruffalo in here. And then you'll get the movie. So who's like, so who, which crappy actor should be in this role? Mark Ruffalo. Yeah. Go, go get, go get, go get get Hulk. (laughs) Yeah. And it would be completely like, go get that superficial. Mark Ruffalo. Poor guy. This is, this is the kind of crap he was in for a while. Oh, I know, I know, and it's it's uh, it, that's what I mean. It's seeing Joaquin and what, what Joaquin. What, this, what, what about trying. how about Bill Hader? I, I think Bill Hader would even outshine uh, in this one. <laughs> hey, <laughs> more than uh, the roughster. And I actually I don't mind Mark Ruffalo. I just I don't <laughs> think he's a very good actor. So you, a... you guys go watch Infinity War and you tell me if he's good or not. But but yeah, loosely based, it's not worth your time, Jarrett. But you did, uh, you presented it to me, and I said, okay. It's like, I'll do it. I think you said, is it anywhere online? I went, it's on Prime. And then you and you watched it immediately. So. Immediately. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a mistake, but. Yeah, well, you took the hit for the team this time. I tried. Yeah. I tried. So tell me about who hates this movie. Uh, well, Brian Strang is not okay. a fan. Of Le Nord to Bianchi. One and a half stars. Venice is actually just a one, or sorry, it's just a 500 meter circle filled with insane people. Because why wouldn't they be? They live in a 500 meter circle. They could never escape. That's it. Um, I guess. I mean, yeah, okay. I mean, nice, nice, nice one, dude. Yeah. Their favorite films are The Hudsucker Proxy. Freebie and the Bean, Enter Laughing, and The Last of the Mohicans. Ooh. All their half-star films are nothing that I've ever heard of or care to watch. Okay. Except they gave uh, The Wraith half a star, and I think you're a fan of The Wraith. Yeah, Wraith, Wraith's cool. Wraith is yeah, cool. so they're wrong there. Wraith is definitely better than this movie. Yes, I, from what I've heard, it yeah. sounds true. Good. Yep. Uh, how about Sassipos? Sassipos? Two stars. I see him. It's hit or miss with Visconti. Adapting Dostoevsky to screen is a plain bad idea. Even though White Knights is a small book for about 100 pages, this movie fails to capture the atmosphere and psychological state in the book. Wow. There you go. Yeah. You can't argue with that. Nope. And I can't argue with Sassipos because their favorite films are Maraketa Lazarova, Earth from 1930, I Am Cuba, and The 400 Blows. Ooh. But they half starred well, Mar- I just was like Marketa Lazarova, and I had to think about it for a sec. That movie's really good. Is it? Yep. It's very, very it? that, That's a good, uh, nice looking movie. I mean, this person's opinions aren't bad. Oh. I stand corrected. They have starred Apocalypto, and they have starred Norbit. Jared. Oh no, not Norbit! That's Creeps approved. Both Creeps hosts love that film. Both five stars. Um, one five stars. one more Hada. Mm-hmm. Kyle Faulkner, two and a half stars. This is a lengthy one. Okay. 
first rewatch in 20 years and yeah nah my immune system has built up too much resistance to 50s <laughs> um huh? to the 1950s i guess of cinema i'm <laughs> i thought it was gonna be funny it's like i can't take this 1950s stuff Dr- strange drifter mastrioni gets friend zoned by superman's maria shell hey look at that after her broody beau jean marais scarpers from the green most prob to get mytho metaphysical with mirrors or be otherwise dressed in children's clothing by cocteau remember that remember mm-hmm. remember him in those blood of the poet orpheus movies remember oh, i remember orpheus remember every frame of those fucking movies no oh no one does i do no i do you're lying that sort of ships in the night brief encounter scenario where you just want to grab them and shake them the more time they spend together, he grapples with the gray area between Samaritan safety net and squeeze while she glimmers like a swan's neck in the snow. Her caterwauls across the canals for her Orphe, matched by incessant lugubrious, lugub- lugubrious violence. Lugubrious? Lugubrious? I love lugub- lugubrious. The yeah. Dostoy uh, resource text keeps the emo psych interplay on the simmer and enriched, but there's a single nodal punctum that elevates this from passive melodrama to spirited reverie, the spontaneous stance sequence at around the hour mark. The R&B needle drop, oh yeah, that is pretty good, that was pretty decent. The R&B needle drop slaps the frost from your face mm-hmm. and drags you from your chair as a youth flexes his knees pneumatically, glaring into the lens in acknowledgement of his talent. Bodies cut loose and weave across the floor, and the image is suddenly ablaze with kinesis. For the first time, our would-be oh, wow. lovers see each other, and the gap begins to close. Their deliberations and moral dilemmas cast asunder for a moment in time, and this is the movie right here. All their agonies become like ash amidst the laughter of Dionysius. Dance as connective tissue. Dance as love. But soon, the mirth allays, and they must return to the streets and the sleet, where the only intercourse is that of perpetual doubt. Gah, you nearly had me there, Lucino. Still your best work, though, IMO. That's a two and a half star review. Damn. I got to tell you, I'm I'm kind of on board with uh, Kyle Faulkner here. Yeah. Uh, he, he sounds like he's, uh, he's uh, had a whippet or two. Yeah, he's he's hitting the whippets. Uh, all their favorite films at the moment include Cat in the title, so I feel like that's not genuine. But uh, one thing I would be remiss if i didn't mention is they are currently working through the catalog of mr stan brackage jared and here here's where i shine with this person half a star to midsummer half a star to texas chainsaw massacre 2 potentially for the screaming i don't know but they did half star the fountain which i don't think is fair oh but you know i mean some of their ratings are pretty good but i think it's funny that uh they're ripping through Stan Brackage's stuff. Because <laughs> who? Who was watching that stuff? Jackson? Actium Jackson Maximus? Like, who Who even knows that guy anymore? We don't. He doesn't even email in. Nope. Right, Chair? He doesn't. Hopefully he's not burning alive in the, the heat dome. The heat dome? Is it kind of like the thunder dome, Jared? Hey, we're up to like... I think 500 people have died in uh, Vancouver, I guess, in the last Terrific. three days. Yeah. 
Terrific. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Grim. Just saw that. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Things aren't good, Jarrett. Not, not nice. Not nice. Yeah. You got any fun? I mean, I don't even care about what people have to say positively about this movie. People, no, fuck that. Don't do that. If you like it, you like it. If not, leave me alone. I feel like people, people who relate to it are going to like it a lot. And people who don't, won't. And I'm uh, one of those people who don't. Yeah. So I won't. Mm-hmm. Not for not for me. I just want to watch like Gundams v- videos of box openings of magic cards on YouTube instead. So <laughs> there's that always that. Yeah, I mean this thing barely had any Gundams in it. Not so, like not even one. Not stupid. Stupid. <laughs> stupid. Fuck this movie. <laughs> this movie's stupid. So yeah, is that I'll... is that that could be your like letterbox gimmick online. Barely any Gundams. Yeah, give it on how many Gundams appear in the movie. That Half. that was what I was that was what I was gonna rate uh, rate or review to lovers, but I couldn't pass up uh, my uh, my premium review that I I dropped on that one. Can you, would you share it with us in the audience listening at home? Two shitters. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> yep. After the break. Mm-hmm. Um, we're gonna go be friends with the dog. Call it a day. That dog was the best part of this entire movie. So yeah. What, what about that? What about that dance scene? No. No. Kinetic. Kinetic. What about Blackest Dawn, Whitest... Bright, brightest Dawn? But Jeff, no. Jeff Johns? Green what about Lantern? Blackest Night? Do you remember the Black Lanterns, Jerry? I, I said Blackest Night. That's what I was talking about. No, I'm pretty sure I, I came up with no, that. Remember that? Remember remember the Black Lanterns? No, I'm pretty sure I was talking about Black they, Lanterns. They were pretty cool. Which lantern do you identify most with? Red? <laughs> Have we talked about this oh, before? Oh, man. Red Lanterns was awesome. I think that comic was wicked. Is that what you'd identify with, is red? The angry, vomiting cat? Yeah. yeah that's what what's, the, what's the scared one? I know yellow is fear, but, like, isn't there a scared color? Isn't that... What? <laughs> a scared color? What's the sexually confused color? Because that's what I'll be. Where oh. you're like, I know I'm supposed to do something, I just don't know what it is. Oh. But also declare, I am bisexual. Well... <laughs> I mean, if you want, Jared, that's fine. <laughs> that's 
the color exists on a spectrum. That's what people do. That's what people do. It's their pastime. It's a spectrum. <laughs> no one asked, but no one's asking. But where do you sit? <laughs> well, you you can email us at criteriaincrease at gmail dot com and uh, sure you could let us let us know. They're not going to, but yeah. Well, where they, can they, they email? They us, haven't. Jared? They haven't yet on anything we've ever asked ever. In the entire history of our last 200 and, what, 53 episodes? Uh, no one's ever answered that question I ask. I pause it even now. I don't expect an answer next week, nor do I nope. want one. Nope. We've got a Facebook page. We're on Instagram. We're on Letterboxd. I'm Jared Duncan. He's Barnloaf. Nope. We're on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, Google Play. We've got YouTube. We've got Patreon. What else we got, RJ? Tumblrton? Tumblrtron? Ooh, that's my favorite magic deck. We got uh, mass unmarked uh, burial sites up in Creepsville. You Ooh, can yeah. come check those out. Yeah, hells yeah. Yeah. Our, our dead are piling up in the past and mm-hmm. in the streets. Yep. Things are looking grim over in Canada. People <laughs> think it's nice. It's not. Come come check out the Rocky Mountains, though. We, got, we, have, uh, ro- we have roving bears, and don't worry. If they kill you... We'll kill the bears on your behalf. Hey, come check out those Rocky Mountains, but only for about the next four months because it's going to be a coal mine pretty soon. So you better get in here before. If if it's not just burning from from the heat. It's either on fire or it's it's a coal mine. So hurry up. Come come check out the museums about fucking genocides that don't talk about our own. (laughs) (laughs) Next week, Spine 297. Oh, yeah. What's that? RG, you, you like donkeys? Excuse me? How do you well, how do you feel about mules? I am more confused than ever. Well, maybe you won't be so confused next week. How do you feel about metaphor? What's a metaphor? How how do you feel about films inspired by a passage from Fyodor Dostoevsky material? <laughs> What's a film? What is film? What is donkey? I, Ro- I, don't, I genuinely don't know. Robert Brasson's Ahazard Balthazar. What does that mean? Um, Balthazar at random. What does Balthazar mean? The, I think it's the name of the donkey. There's a donkey in this movie? This movie's about a donkey, RJ. Wait, does anything bad happen to this donkey? Tune in next week, folks. I'm taking my bye week next week. <laughs> your best your bye. Yeah, find someone else to do it. Yeah, but this is this is the this is the finals, brother. No, I'm done. I'll kneel. Canadians in five. Is that is that even a possibility? Uh, it depends on. Uh, are they playing right now? Uh, they they were. Depends on how well that game goes. They're one down right now, my man. Let's see. Wow. Let's see. This, this, this is our this is our update for uh, our one listener, uh, Devin. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, Devin, Canadian. Oh, e. Oh, e. He's French, right? Oh, e. Oh, e. Oh, e. No, they they cannot win in five. Well, can they win in six? They could win in six. Yes. Nice spoilers. <laughs> yeah, they could win in six. Oh, we. Very. Yeah. Oh. Good night.
Oh. Tout de suite. 